When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back. It's your your mom mom and dad. Well, you know what I like about that is that we just kind of created that that little moment of like we yeah. say it together and now it's a thing. It know? works out beautifully and it does actually with this music in the background with mm-hmm. the intro music, mm-hmm. it does make me feel very hyped up like I do have a yeah. live studio audience. And you know what? The studio audience is our dog Ashley's with us in the studio today and Lee, of course. Hi, Lee's <laughs> Hi, here. Lee, Ashley's producer here. Lee. <laughs> um, I have to start this episode off by thanking Oh my gosh. everyone who the reception tuned in. has been amazing. Are you joking? Like I was, I mean, you saw me when we released last week. Yeah. I was, I was so nervous the yes. day before I was pacing in circles wildly. I yes. was just, I was so nervous because I wanted to make sure that this podcast that, that the people love it. And yeah. like, you know, it's just, we, we love the, the listeners. So I wanted the audience to love it. It Here's, meant a lot. It, it, it seriously meant everything. I know I was saying that on Instagram and everything, but it, means everything we were nervous i mean i we like just talks about pacing we were definitely pacing both of us in our small living room we were literally we're, just doing laps and circles around yeah. each other pure nerves well, yeah and the pacing thing is interesting because me and jess both pace yeah, we can't. Lee, do you pace yeah i pace are you and a I, and I was also nervous too. <laughs> i was you like oh nervous? my god I, I, I messed something up yeah. and all the comments are gonna be like oh the no. video's out of sync or something like yeah. that there's a big like portion of the episode not there yeah those are like the you know you wake up and you and like i still have dreams every once in a while of like um i'm late to class you know oh, what i mean yeah. yes or like i my famous one is I am in my dream and I, and it's the, it's the final. And you don't graduate. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, that, there's okay. a bit of that. There's okay. a bit of that, but I, there's a, my, I'm at my final and I'm in class and I realize I never went to one of my classes. I forgot I signed up for. Yes. And, oh, it, and it ruined my whole. That's exactly year. what I'm talking about. The, the graduation thing. Is that, uh, do you have that dream yeah, too? Yeah. Recently too. Yeah. Really? Just like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Stress, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's like, cause I know there's the whole, the tooth falling out yeah. stress dream. Like they crumble in your yeah. mouth or fall out. Yeah. But I wonder if that is a common stress dream that you have. It's a, yeah, it's your last day. And then you realized all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I never went to that math class once all year. That's yeah. the worst fear. <laughs> That's the worst it's horrible. Fear. Just to literally wake up one day and be like, everything's great in my final. I studied super hard and then be like, oh my God, I never went to English 107. <laughs> <laughs> I signed up for that class. I never, I never dropped out of that class. Even at the end of the day, <laughs> even at the end of the day, I'm like, going back to some classes sounds pretty nice. You know what? 
I still don't want to go back to school. People talk about this all the time. Like, oh, you know, you go to school when you don't want to, you're like 18, 20, whatever, and you're in school, you hate it. And then once you're in your 30s or something, you're like, I can't wait to, I'd love to just go back. No, zero desire. (laughs) I never need to go back to a class ever Uh, again. Going back to a college class does sound kind of nice. There was nothing better than waking up Having your little coffee, putting your backpack on, and going to sit in the front row. You nerd. <laughs> dude, she's so unreal, dude. There's no question Jess was the teacher's pet in every class. I loved sitting up front always. I wasn't a big question asker, but I was just like, I want this person to know who has dedicated their life to this, that I respect them, and I am right. here, and we are having a moment together. And oof, that my people pleasing would go off on that one. <laughs> I have the answer. And if I don't, I will find out because I love to learn and I, I'm not, it's not ego for me. It's just about learning from your wisdom. Thank you. You're, you're the person that at the end of the class goes, thank you. And everyone's well, like, yeah, what? but what? of course, thank you. but of course they worked hard. You deserve your thanks. Would you ever um, cash it in? Would you ever do like a. You know, uh, you know, ooh, you know, I, I didn't get around to that, you know, that quiz, but you know, you know me or did you just always perform perfectly? <laughs> I didn't always perform perfectly. <laughs> I will say the one time that I did use it was when, so I used, I did communications in yeah. school. And so we had to have at least a semester, I believe of speech and debate team. And I really didn't want to do the actual like the tournaments and going and speaking in front of everyone and doing specifically the debates those made me really nervous so the professor who was in charge of the speech and debate team who was like the main coach was one of my professors in numerous classes so I went in and I was like listen here's the deal I know I gotta do this but like you know this isn't my forte but you know I work hard in other ways and he ended up letting me he would go and judge he ended up letting me become a judge so you skipped oh. the whole doing it. So I never, judge. ever did the speech or debate like actually myself, maybe like once or twice practice round at my school. But when we would go compete, I would literally be the judge and everybody else who'd be judges would be other professors. And so I would be judging my peers and I'd go in and I'd always wear a big old pair of glasses. So I'd look super professional. Oh, I'd bring a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I have something to tell you as well. Um, if you know, not only is she beautiful, you not only is she creative, not only is she an absolute teacher's pet. Jess won uh, for one of the years she was in college, communication student of the year, or was wow. it something else? It was something like that. It was sorry, <laughs> it was something of the year, which is like, dude, that is crazy. But you know what? what but was my, the, what my was but it? my college was so small. Honestly, it, doesn't matter. it was like yeah. one of like a, a handful of people. Um, that's actually one of the few days, Mom. If you're watching the confrontation, never showed up to my award. That one hurt. Whoa, yeah, that's wow. I'm gonna talk to your mom about it. We're I'm gonna see her this weekend, so I'm gonna talk to her. This is gonna be a therapy moment. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> 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 Student of the year, definitely. My my teachers were like. He's in this class? Is he here? <laughs> I don't even think he is. Oh, he he was here. Okay, got it. Eked by, you know? <laughs> okay, I want. I have a question. It's very important of like, first of all, what we're going to call the listeners. Oh. Second, I have a confession. I'm going to get into it. Okay. But before we dive in, yes. we do need to take a quick pause okay. for a sponsor break. 
So it's only episode two, but I'm already loving doing this podcast. What I am not loving doing in my life is going to the post office. So I don't. And I don't have to with stamps.com. You just print your own postage right from your home or office within minutes of signing up, and you never have to stress about finding the fastest and cheapest shipping solutions. Stamps.com does it for you automatically. Ooh, also, if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard. Dashboard. And if you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. We've been using and loving Stamps.com for years. Yes, so many years. Yeah, I mean, for more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Get access to USPS and UPS services. You need to run your business uh, right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, and no waiting. And by the way, speaking of USPS and UPS, Stamps.com has amazing partnerships with them for unbeatable rates up to 86% off. So start the new year by saving serious money on mailing and shipping. Get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code CHATTY for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com and click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code chatty okay so (laughs) so number one yeah um number one i would like to ask you all who are listening what would you like to be called as our listeners because Mm. i was seeing numerous people say uh, a few ideas siblings the kids uh, you know, I was saying family. Mm. So I don't know. We need to put do some sort of poll or something to find out what, what we're about all kiddos. Kiddos. Like, hey, kiddos. kiddos. You know what I mean? Kiddos. Yeah. Is that disrespectful? <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of the thing. Old par- like parents kind of always are, you know, looking at their kids and be like, kiddo. Especially you know? like 70s parents. That, oh, yeah. Hey, 70s parents. kiddo. Yeah, come here, kiddo. <laughs> Here's five bucks. Is there any like... uh? Thing that someone would like refer to you as that would bug you like does it bother you when someone uh is is like hey boss what's up Ooh, yeah like when someone gives you a, a boss or a oh you no, no no okay boss doesn't really bother me here's the one that bothers me big guy just because you know what it is it's almost just like it's like it almost reeks of you think you're a big guy but you're not by saying that Oh, like you're a big, yeah. strong, tough guy. Oh, okay. So by me calling you big guy, it makes me bigger than you. Right. Like, like I, you're I almost like a, that. it's almost like calling a little like a little kid big guy. You know, it's like if you're little and you go big guy, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. But like a per, like an adult to an adult and they hit you with a big guy. Yeah, Whoa. it's kind of just like it's a, it's it's the flex, the puff of the chest. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I <laughs> I love love. When I am like, let's just say going through a Starbucks drive through and who's ever um, working the window, if she calls me like sweetheart, yeah, if my heart explodes, <laughs> <laughs> like I know sometimes it bugs people, but like yeah. if it's like if, if, a, if a woman refers to me and is like, hey, honey, hey, sweetheart. Yeah. I, my, I, my heart explodes. Now, I've been getting a lot of ma'am lately, and it is, oh, it is starting that's to... That's a transition. It's, yeah. it's a, <laughs> that's a transition. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's like, you're no longer in the sweetheart club, you're in the ma'am club, which means you're one of, like, the person talking to you is like, we're in this together. Or, hey, you know, uh, do you want me to help you with that ma'am? I've just been getting hit with the ma'am, and you know what? I, 
I'm celebrating aging, but the ma'am one hurts a little bit because it just feels so. Yeah, no. I remember. Ma'am. It just, it's not for me. I remember being a kid and every once in a while, like calling one of my friend's moms, ma'am. And they'd be like, no, you just call me Kelly or whatever. You know what I mean? It was like, we're not doing, don't make me feel old or whatever. I would happily take madame if they want to make it formal. Madame. I'm like, sure. But ma'am, I just, oof. I love to be called sexy. I prefer that. (laughs) It's just like a preference I have. It's not something. It's not violating at all. No, no, no. I, I just like. To be told, you know what I mean? That's just, that's just my preference. Yeah, sure. Understood. Yeah, 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 Understood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, you all let us know <laughs> if you want us to call you sexy, yeah, yeah, if no, you no. want <laughs> us to call you kiddos, kids, siblings, family, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we'll put up a poll or something because I would love to know. I want to know what you all want, mm. you know? Wow, it's very respectful. But of course. Okay. But of course. <laughs> but of course. But of course. Um, all right. So... I was inspired. Yeah. Uh, I was inspired in the last episode mm-hmm. by your confession to the audience about you peeing the bed. Yeah. I, I do have to say, I saw a lot of comments of people really was resonating. You know, they were sharing yeah. their stories, which was we so started, beautiful. Yeah, it's a community now. It is I mean, a community. Sure. And I did read a story from someone, and I apologize. I don't have it pulled up, but someone sent me a story where they have a partner and their partner and this person were not together Mm. and they peed the same night. Not together. That's true love. That's true love. I'm sorry. When you unintentionally urinate on each other, I mean, that is the universe screaming. No, 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 no. This is even wilder. They weren't together and they peed the same night. Oh, this is not in the same bed. No. Their bodies were like yearning for one another. Oh. Isn't that incredible? Urinating. <laughs> urinating <laughs> for each other. <laughs> I was like, wow, 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 wow. That is true love. Sorry, fu- you know, fuck all the reality TV romance with the roses and the proposals. Forget about gestures of love and kindness. How about you just pee in the same bed? No. I'm sorry, d- pee in separate beds at the same time. And that's and true. And know that that is a deep, deep connection. Wow. But I was incredible. Insp- it was incredible, but I was inspired by it. And so mm. I was like, you know, before we uh, dive into the rest of this episode yeah. where we have a very special yes, guest. And then, of course, we'll have our call home segment with some uh, voicemails. Course. I'm like, I need to have a confession moment. Mm. I need to have an honesty Appreciate hour Appreciate you meeting moment. my vulnerability. It yeah. means a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> oh. This one's a big ego hit for me. I don't know what it is, but it's a big ego hit for me. So here's the truth of the matter. I um, have never been a very neat person, (laughs) but I've gotten better with age in general, right? So especially since Ember was born, of course, trying to keep up the house clean with a little one is harder. But I like to keep like, you know, we have our living room somewhat clean, the kitchen somewhat clean, our bedroom somewhat clean, hers um, but I, I took my unclean ways, um, and my vice became a separate small room <laughs> we have in our home. Mm-hmm. So we have a bedroom that it's not quite big enough to be like a full bedroom bedroom. Yeah. So what I started to use it as was I used to do wardrobe styling, right? So I have all these clothes from 
back in the day that I've kept and and all of that and in different shoes and all this. No. Well, just can I can I can I pause you for a sec? <laughs> uh huh. Okay, so just so you guys have a background of how this started, what what happened was we we our house is like very 50s you know so it's just yeah. like there there's no like walk-in closet there's no storage so there's no like modern houses have a lot more like storage and rooms yeah, that there's no storage things. we have zero storage we literally have a closet that's like two feet deep and it's just like a side of a wall yeah we were sharing that uh-huh. um and so it was just not working we were living on clothes so i go you know what here ember um is in her room and we have this small little side room it's like a half room almost like an office mm-hmm. and i was like i'm gonna convert this into a closet for her so i brought in the rolling wax cleaned everything out kind of organized it all so mm-hmm. that was kind of the original plan mm-hmm. continue well um this closet has become where i immediately stuff anything instead of cleaning it mm-hmm. so when i tell you it is like a <laughs> it's like a cartoon where i can barely close the yeah. door lee it's a mountain <laughs> When I try to go, you guys, that's it's, not a joke, by the way. It's like, not a joke. It's not a joke. It's it's literally like you're barely closing. It's starting to spill out. It, if I open the door, I'm having to like mountain climb over everything that I have stuffed in. So in those moments, in those rush moments, when all of a sudden yeah. someone's coming over, and I'm like, oh shit, uh, you know, because we don't have a lot of storage. I'm like, oh shit, where am I supposed to put this? And that this is now full. I just. Yeah keep putting it in the closet and at first it started off as like you know a little pile in and the corner and i remember corner. seeing the, the bad the signs yeah because it was like it was clean for you know like a week or something and then uh-huh. all of a sudden i like there's a little one pile. point in time the, the door was open and i was like oh let me just go close it for it. and then i saw like a little something i was like oh, let's keep an eye on that well, you know the, let's keep an eye on that and then <laughs> well the pile became a pile became another pile became another pile it is severely out of control yes and now it's so bad that i can't even begin because looking yeah. at it like the amount it's a mountain range i would say <laughs> like less of a mountain and more of a range because you you see it's like hilltops yeah, you got peaks and yeah valleys. there's peaks and valleys there's a whole thing so there's like there's no ground left but there is uh like a mound there and a mound there and a mound there and you kind of have to you know traverse the range if there was something you needed in there but because you know because for so long i was able to close the door i could ignore what right. was happening yeah um but now it's just so out of hand that i can barely close the door but these the, it's spilling too it's <laughs> it's spilling out it's there are some things in the hall now okay pretty soon we pretty soon we'll suffocate <laughs> So, <laughs> and, and by the way, too, yeah, go ahead, continue. continue, continue, continue. Okay, so, so my my biggest issue is now though the amount of work that it's going to take to clean this. It's just so overwhelming now that I'm like, I'm going to have to spend a literal week. And I was thinking about doing it over the holidays, but I'm like, then I got sick. You know, it's right, excuse right. after oh, excuse. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I'm just like, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to literally like take a week off of life to dedicate to cleaning this and it is i feel i feel so much shame and i just felt you know what i just want to take this moment to confess this to whatever individual is listening who maybe had some sort of idea in your head of like me having some clean house it's like if you pop into the house it might look clean but you look behind a closet door and it is a nightmare (laughs) but it does look clean though does it It looks clean right the house looks pretty clean the house is clean but you just leave if you went down the hall and you opened the door you'd be so freaked out. I think I think that's what I've been hearing at night. you know, when it comes to the spirit. 
Okay. Like, clean. <laughs> the spirit is like encouraging me, I like can't for the love of God. Um, you know, there's not a lot in our marriage we can't talk about. I feel like we're very open. Yeah, we. You know what I mean? Like we we talk yeah. about everything. We do stuff that's embarrassing, that uncomfortable. is uncomfortable. Yeah. Like we're pretty. Our communication lines over the years it's been it's been a long time working, but we got there. I think it's it, it's it's added to the health of our relationship. What has being super communicative, not the closet. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say let's let's not go that far. <laughs> you were gonna say something there. <laughs> no, the communication because we no, talk no, yeah. through everything. So yeah. that is everything is totally open. The one thing we can't really talk about is the room. And by the way, it's called the room. So <laughs> it's like it's in the family's so the room. And it's one of those things where I think I have to take Jess, I don't know, some sort of a beautiful vacation for two weeks and then like week 12 or sorry, day 12. I can just go, I can start breaching the conversation about taking that room down. It, uh... and, I'm, and I'm not even saying she should do it. I'm like enlisting help. I'm, I called her sister and I said, we got the room, you know, it's, we got to do something about this. And she said, I'm on it. Like anytime you want me to come, I'll My spend, I'll spend two help. days working on it. So this is kind of the, basically what we're doing here is, and I appreciate your honesty and your, you. and your, and your vulnerability. Thank you. What I want this to want this to be is the beginning of the story of the room. Okay. You so people I mean? can hold me accountable so because I even have a hard can... time. The idea of my sister coming over because yeah. it, I just, I feel so much shame of someone seeing the room. <laughs> the <laughs> I room. can't even look at it. You know what I mean? That's what it's come to now. So, so, you know, we have, we have, we have put it out there and I think that's the key. I think so. You know, just as I peed the bed and I spoke about it, you spoke about this, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And this can be, we're bringing the family in on some of our journeys here. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh another thing that you do that is so bizarre. <laughs> and I, and this is like I have no opinion about this. This is just the most bizarre thing in the entire world. Cuz we all have our isms, right? Like you live with someone forever, like I have my isms, she has her isms and Yeah. You uh, don't have a lot. I have I think I have a lot of isms. You have isms, a couple, but none of, them bo- like... none, none of them bother me. And this one doesn't bother me at all. It just is the most bizarre thing ever. And her mom does it too. Oh, and it's, it's like genetic. I mean, I don't understand. It's hereditary. And I remember seeing it at first. My mom is wildly. So her mom is like architectural digest clean. Like you could lick behind her couch at any point and it's cleaner than your plates. Okay. So she is immaculate, but she does this bizarre thing, which is if there's a pile of, of a small pile, let's say like a pile of letters, and some random crap on a side table. If it's kind of, she hasn't gone through it yet. Instead of putting it in a drawer or going through it or just what I, even what I would do would leave it there until I go through it. She takes a small towel <laughs> and just covers it. So her, I'll go to her mom's house. Her mom's house is immaculate. And then there'll be a small hand towel covering <laughs> like letters. Huh? Because they don't want to see it. And Jess yeah. does the exact same thing. I'll walk by. House is immaculate. She's cleaned it. Everything's great. And all of a sudden, I'll just see like a towel. And I just know that there is just miscellaneous <laughs> stuff underneath there. Like I would like Ember's to- <laughs> necklace. Ember's drawing. Two letters. Like just random stuff like that you don't know what to do with. Just 
a towel. I would like to have a therapist come on and explain <laughs> yeah. to me because clearly this is like I can't. I'll keep the house clean, but I gotta shove everything else into the room. Yes. If there's anything out, I yeah. want. I need it to be covered. Like I need to like not see it myself. I I guess I need to live in den- like complete denial. If you so can't I would, see it, it's not there. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. Even though it doesn't work for me, I still am thinking about it. Well, it's interesting too because you're so detail oriented in every part of your life. I've other always part been of your messy life. though. So yeah, it you're takes like, everything. She's like, when it comes to work, everything's on time, dialed, details, you know, super on it for every little thing. And then it's just like these weird, like there's the room and then there's the <laughs> towel over the mess. Yeah. It's the strangest thing. I mean, the towel is like a mini the room. You know, you can <laughs> put it in your pocket oh, and, you know, shit. but it's a small towel. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's but a if small I, you know, room. It's a yeah, mini the room. room. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so what you're telling me is I need to remove the doors from the inside of our house. <laughs> so that everything has to be seen and we, then you have to do it. I think we have to have an open floor plan concept so that I just can't, we you know, to a lounge. Just, be, just add more anxiety to my already anxiety riddled state. Really funny. Oh, well, I needed to admit that. Thank you, everyone, for, for being here for me as I put that out there. And maybe it'll help me clean the room. Stay tuned for the, uh, what is not the, what would you say is like the journey of the room? The, uh, the move, the whatever. cleaning, whatever. Stay tuned for just what happens the to harvesting. the harvesting, the harvesting, <laughs> the cleansing, the, you know, snow plowing. We need to bring in whatever. It's going to be exciting. It's gonna be great. <laughs> okay, one more thing. I yeah. did. Wa- I wanted to say this before before we dive into our guest, who is a bachelor alum. Ooh. I'm so excited. In studio. In studio. I needed to throw this out there because Evan and I have been, you know, in preparation for again. Zach's uh, season is starting in two in two weeks. Two weeks, yes. Um, and we have some cast bios coming up next awesome. week. So we're I'm diving so into some reality TV world here. So we have been watching reality TV shows together in preparation. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously a lot of Love Island. But one of the things that I like to do, and I think everyone just does it by nature. A lot of times when you're watching reality TV, I always imagine what am I going to be like if I was in one of these people's situation. Like what would I, what would my, the producer kind of uh, encourage me in or, or how would, how would I be edited and would I, would I try to play up a character or what would it be like for me? I just need everyone to know that this is a fact about Evan. I know it (laughs) in my deepest, deepest core that if Evan ever went on a reality TV show, let's just say Evan goes on the bachelorette. I believe wholeheartedly he is falling so deeply in love oh, in two weeks. I know it. I know it. Mm. Like when we, he like, you know, when you see people yeah. sometimes on these shows and you're like, how do they fall in love that fast? Like, is yeah. this for the camera? Is this for and real? I've said that many times. Yes. Oh yeah. no. Evan, Evan is, gets so caught up and swept up. If it's like the per- a person that he's vibing with, like you fall so hard in love, it, which is one of the most beautiful things about you. But I'm just a, picturing you being on a reality TV show. Like when we were watching Rachel and Gabby's season, when I would watch Gabby, I was like, if you were on Gabby's season, he would be so in love with her. Like, it would be week two, he's proposing. Like, you're there. Like, you would Let's be... get out of here, baby. <laughs> Screw this show. No, you would... I mean, you. Yeah. this is true, No, right? you know, you're not wrong. And I've. it's funny. I've always been that way a little bit. Like, I've always been someone who, like, I love love. 
You love love. I love that like feeling, that electricity, you know, the like the nervousness of feeling like something's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd like to consider my like I'd like to think that I'd be like this. Let's say, you know, I, I was single now that I'd be like this just mysterious, mysterious bachelor cruising <laughs> around. Can't get him down. He's he's just the, the man. You know, it's like, no, I think I'd fall in love pretty quick. No, we, <laughs> <laughs> we watch when we're watching Love Island, Evan gets teary frequently and Evan does not cry. But we'll be watching any sort of romantic reality show. Yeah. And Evan is like the emotions are here. Like we watched The Holiday the other the day oh yeah well and that movie was you were incredible. You, the, you the, fell asleep and i'm just like the <laughs> romance what life is about the romance gets you big time so romance. if you were ever on the bachelorette yeah you would not be people could watch it and be like oh this guy is not this is not for the camera you are caught i'd get up. dumped and just be like i thought we had something yeah. like i'd be that guy you know what I mean? the guy that's like you know some people are like i'd understand it's like i'd be the guy sure. that like wait I thought what me and you had was completely different than every other 40 people on this show. <laughs> so you would genuinely believe I, I, I it. Like you'd would. be in shock. I would be in shock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, as much as I don't know what to admit it, like I could totally see myself like just like absolutely thinking we're much farther along than we are. Like for myself, I, you know, who, who's to say, because I can't speak into this because I've never yeah. been on the show before, but I don't think I could. You know me. I'm very yeah. guarded when it yes. comes to romance. Like, I'll flirt and do whatever, but for me to fall in love, like, it's a big Once thing. Once you're in, Once you're I'm extremely in, loving and I'm, romantic. I'm very locked. But like you said, but that initial... But to get there, I'm really guarded. Um, so I don't think it could happen, but watching you and I on a, on a reality TV dating show would be, I think, quite an opposite experience. I think so as well. You'd be like... You, you'd like know what to do and I would just be like, what? what's happening to us? You would be a horrible bachelor because yeah. you would the, the first I'd be night. Like, well, I'm in love with everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody. No, the first night you'd know exactly who you felt connected to and it yeah. would be done. You'd be like, you uh, could, you, that's true. You could not put on any sort of you just you'd be an incredible, off. incredible bachelorette. You would be amazing. You'd br- yeah. you break hearts like mine <laughs> i would think that we had something and we didn't i'm like okay great i would never leave you baby i'd run away with you i'd never leave you on the bachelorette <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of bachelorette Ooh. should we bring in our guest i think we should i think it's time perfect okay. transition by the way oh thank you so much She's you know I, I i did win a communications award <laughs> that's true i mean we're seeing it you guys this is not a mistake i, I might have the room but i did win the communications award <laughs> okay let's let's forget the room it's all good forgiven okay before we dive into our guest we need to take a quick pause to chat because listen we all learned a lot in 2022 i learned a lot about myself i learned about boundaries the importance of sleep and i learned that not all probiotics are created equal, okay? Turns out everything you think you know about probiotics may be wrong. I knew probiotic tortilla chips just sounded way too good to be true. But good news. Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is the real deal. And that is something I learned and know deep in my heart, okay? I've been using seed daily for the last few years and it is a must for me. So what is the Daily Symbiotic? It's a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic and the way it's designed, capsule in capsule protects against stomach acid, digestion enzymes, and bile salts for viability through digestion. 
Uh, so the live probiotics will actually make it to the end of the small intestine for delivery into the colon. If you've taken a probiotic before and never felt a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. Uh, seed is designed differently, and that's why it works. And it works. Okay, for myself, I saw, honestly, almost immediate benefits supporting my gut, like ease in bloating, mm. healthy regularity. Mm. You understand what mm. I mean? But seed will also support your gut barrier, skin health, heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. Uh, and like I said, I felt the results almost immediately. Many see improvements in digestion within 24 to 48 hours. It's truly wonderful. It's my daily go-to always. Mm, mm. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash mom dad and use code mom dad to redeem, to redeem 20% off your first month of seeds DSO one uh, daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash mom dad and use code mom dad. So 2023, the year for sexy. Ooh. Okay. But for real, finish the sentence in your mind. I deserve a sex life this year that is what? What comes to mind? Don't be afraid to say it because Lit. whatever it is is exactly <laughs> what you want. You deserve it. And Dipsy can help you get there in new and sexy ways. Oh, I love Dipsy. I mean, we love Dipsy, mm -hmm. to be honest. Uh, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. And let me tell you, these stories are good, like, hot okay there is nothing cheesy about dipsy stories at all they bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes realistic characters uh, and dipsy and their stories are also extremely inclusive discover stories about second chance romances adventurous vacation flings and hot and heavy hookups Oof. It really is very, very good. And new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read. So if you want to switch it up between listening to those sexy stories or reading them, you have that option. Yes, you do. So many options with Dipsy. So let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. Uh, for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash chatty. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash chatty dipsystories.com slash chatty. Okay, well, let's bring her in. Okay, okay. We're so excited. Yes. I really want to dive in with her um, because, you know, after her time on the show, you know, we've heard about a lot of her time on right, the show. Right. I kind of want to know about what's going on now. I want to yeah. get to know her better, what's currently happening. I do. I have quite a few questions specifically getting into because, you know, it's your mom and dad. We're talking relationship, dating, oh, yeah. all these things. So I want to know about... What is going on in the dating world? Maybe some tips, um, some deal breakers, Ooh, do, all know? sorts of things like that. And maybe we should hear about it from a bachelorette herself. I think there's nothing better than that. All right. Let's, let's get her. Well, we are here with none other than Katie Thurston. Wow. Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> Not only our first guest in person, also, mm. you come in looking, 
you you fit on set right now with your oh, this outfit. I'm all about this aesthetic wow. today. You're looking so, just um, like you Sherbert. are absolute yes, Sherbert, absolutely part of the family chic. right now. Happy to be here. <laughs> oh my wow. goodness, Katie. And you just had your birthday Holy a few shit. days wow. ago. So we have to pop some champagne yes. and have a little birthday moment. Ooh. Here we go. If this is a family, oh then we have to oh yeah, Evan, here be comes careful the sound. of this right at your face. Oh god. Oh here we go. Oh, 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 oh yes! Love that. <laughs> Pass it around. Glasses, glasses. Yes, thank you. Thank How you. was your birthday? Honestly, it was pretty low key. Yeah. I mean, when you're when you turn thirty two, you're just kind of like over it, maybe. Plus, it was January third, so like it's such a weird time to celebrate your birthday because everyone just like partied for New Year's. Yeah. Kind of tired. Everyone's a little a little sleepy. Yeah. But um, I did have some people in town, so we went and did like a little arcade action Ooh, an escape room Ooh. dinner so it was oh still a good time well wow. i always felt when i was a kid like my birthday is january 21st and oh. i and i always felt mad about that because when i was a kid it's like you want your the, the best birthday is like july because mm. it's like it's, it's the farthest away from christmas and then everyone's available and home and it's sunny out and you can like go to the beach or the parks or whatever but in january it's like i know what you're talking about there's like this oh yeah it's your birthday um your parents are like, okay, yeah, let's just get them two presents for for Christmas, and let's just—is that good? And you're like, no, I want a separate. You're thing. Like, I'll forget it. You know, yeah. mom and dad. Yep. And then my sister's hers is January twentieth, so her and I, when we were growing up, got a lot of like joint presents. Oh, you know, like the sharing oh, kind. No. I'm like, <laughs> a joint present. I know. Watch us. I mean, that's just like some stuff I do for sure. Be like, you guys could share this. Well, you know I mean? lucky for you, you, only have the one. Okay, well, so she gets it all for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, here's the thing, Katie. Um, first of all, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, we're without a doubt. I'm so happy to be here. You know, you as guys. soon as we started this, I was like, if I can have Katie on the podcast, I will be so happy. And this was before we had hung out a couple times. Mm -hmm. And you and I, in the past few months, have gone out a few times and had some memories. <laughs> <laughs> a good romp or two. But before you were coming on, one of the things I was talking with Evan about was that, so we started, I mean, us, we started talking in the DMs, like, mm -hmm. and then we casually started going back and forth. And you are, and then when we met in person, I was like, oh, this is so great. But you are one of those people that will post and you will go out and meet like go alone somewhere oh yeah and meet people are you meeting people in like dms and forming friendships and then going out alone and yeah i mean it's a risk when you put it that way sure. <laughs> she's like i don't think about it that way with now all, i do it now i'm not gonna this, do it with all the safety to the precautions yeah um you know as early as like last year i got this random dm from some fans who are like hey this emo show is happening tonight you should come and i was like i don't know and like last minute i was like Okay, I'll go. So I went to this emo show. I met so many people. I went by myself. I grabbed a beer. Like, Liquid Courage does help. I won't sure, downplay sure, that. Sure. But, um, yeah, I met so many people. And there are some people that I met that night who are now girlfriends to this day who have come and visit many, many times. Um, I will say I had a situationship form from that meetup as well. Whoa. Did you really? Unknowingly. I didn't go there to meet men. Like, I was there just, like, emo and yeah. rock on, you know? But, um. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. First and last situationship, I will say. Oh, so we're done with the situationships. The, oh, yeah. And also those are toxic. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know. I thought I could do. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm emotionally unavailable, too. But like, let's just bang and have fun. Well, you know, you eventually kind of. So it started. Wait, can you guys help me? What's a situationship? Oh, it's a oh, fancy. <laughs> it's I'm like sorry. A fancy you need to get in tune with the youth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. Come I'm going dad. like, is there something I'm missing <laughs> here? My God. What are you kids up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's like a fancy way of saying fuck buddies oh you're both it. like i'm emotionally unavailable i'm like me too but like let's still hang out right i like to call this subscription without like the payment like the oh, premium whoa. spotify with all the perks but zero commitment right wow. that's the thing so it's like it's one you're of those things where if you start off if, if it's able to be a, a situation where it just remains fuck buddies where two people yeah. aren't having romantic inclinations towards each other and they're just having a good time it's great but then the situationship is when all of a sudden there starts to be those feelings and then there's the no oh, commitment a lot of times it. yeah feelings i guess could be on both ends or or one side i think is usually how it ends up yeah, hurting right. the most yeah. sure <laughs> sure right yeah oh not the situationships but that's exciting though I mean, like, the point is that you went out alone, yes. met some people, even ha the fact that a situationship happened yeah. is an exciting thing that happens when you just go out by yourself. That's pretty... I mean, yeah, I didn't know it was going to be a situation. Right. So, met, met guys, met girls, had friends, had relationships, wow. whatever, you know, like, just living my life here in uh, San Diego and planting some roots now. Yeah. And have you always home? been like that, where you'll just go out alone? No, but I have no choice now. Like, yeah. I I was born and raised in Washington my whole life, okay. lived there, so I had this comfort and familiarity of, like, yeah. the city and my friends, school and work, all these things. Came here to San Diego, essentially now alone, and was like, all right, well, you got to put yourself out there. Otherwise, you're going to just be very lonely here in San Diego. So wow. how'd you start doing that? Did you just like, I know that you do have your volleyball. Yeah, so volleyball is a huge one. Okay. You're joining like a sports league. That's the best way to meet people, whether it's like volleyball, basketball, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, concerts are a big one because you know you have one thing in common and it's the sure. music. That's very true. And you don't have to talk. You can just like sit there and vibe with them. And like, that's very true. And that's literally what I did at this emo night. It was just like vibing with this group of girls who I literally now like see and hang out with. Um, and then wow. now I'm into the comedy scene, which has been a new yes, chapter of are. like meeting more people and, and people who are like like-minded. So it's just, it's actually So you're great. saying you have a lot of friends. I meet a lot of people. Okay. Got it. Let's not use that word okay, got it. <laughs> loosely. Okay. I'm kind of cutting some people out right now. Yeah, right. But you sound like a good friend. And the fact that this like, well, well, the fact that you're here is is an amazingly a, friendly thing friend to do. But I had to jump through some hoops to I, get here. I know you did. And that's why here. it's that wow. big friend energy. Yes. No, but, but even just the fact that, and I wanted to bring it up because I feel like it's such a skill. Um, I know it's not something that I'm great at is the idea of, you know, maybe putting myself out, like going to a concert alone or or joining like some sort of league and, and getting to know people like I can get kind of in my head. And I remember when you first, because we had chatted in the DMs, but then when you first invited me out for the first time, I was so excited. And so I was so thrilled. And then we had the best time. But I'm like, oh, I have a hard time being the first person to initiate that because, and then when I think about it, I'm like, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. I guess the person's busy or says no. Yeah. Or you meet great new people. I mean, it's a, it's a gamble, you yeah. know, one way or the other. And like, sure. for us, it's worked out very yeah. well. Um, but yeah, you're, you just like being an adult making friends is a very 
new skill, obviously. Like in yeah. high school, you had like all those people you grew up with. Yeah. And so the best way to do it is really just like put yourself out there and just own it. Like when I go out by myself, I just own it. I go, hey, I'm um, here by myself. Do you guys mind if I stand with you? You know, just, just knock it out from the beginning. I, I won't even hit up my own friends <laughs> because I'll be like, maybe it's just not a right time or, you know what I mean? Like I have people that I've known for a decade and I'll be like, I think I'm going to hold off on hitting hit them up just because they might not want to hang. I don't, we probably shouldn't, you know what I mean? Let alone like people I don't know. Like that's what I want to get to that level. I need to do some yeah. therapy to get there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no, it's pretty incredible though, because I have to say when the few times we've been out together, you work a room. Oh, you think so? Oh, oh my God. I came oh home God. and I right yeah. away told Evan, I was like, my gosh, like you just, you're so confident. And like you said, when you like walking directly up and being like, hey, what's going on? And just starting up a conversation. It's like, it's quite, quite impressive. Do you feel like, because you're famous. Mm, let's not use that <laughs> word. I'm going to. <laughs> also, because you possess fame. <laughs> because you possess fame. <laughs> On the D-list uh, level. But sure, yeah. yeah. Fame's fame. <laughs> Listen, when you're reality TV fans, it is A-list all the way, baby. I'll own it today. Um, <laughs> but do you feel more, like, do you feel like it feels maybe less or more uncomfortable going, like, I'm going to go out to this concert by myself and there's a chance I might be recognized so then maybe I'll automatically meet people or does it make you feel a little more like in your head about it I will say people will be surprised to learn I don't get recognized as much as you would think okay mm. people think I'm taller in person for some reason also I dress very uh plain I think like I don't I don't I feel very like plain Jane and I don't mean that in a way like please compliment me I just I own that I love that about myself um and it helps me kind of stay under the radar mm. so I actually prefer it when people either don't know me from the show don't recognize me because I can just be totally present it's when they do recognize me that I'm like okay are they recording us right now are they eavesdropping are they about to ask me like the 10 questions I always get asked about the show sure. which is so I don't mind like I love when people come up and say hi and we take a photo and whatever but there's just moments where I really just want to be like present in whatever it is I'm doing or whoever I'm with and just really kind of like move on from that routine that I was so involved with mm. like a year ago. Right. Have you ever had a situation where someone was recording? Oh, my did? God. Yes. Yes. Actually, the funny thing. So there was a moment where um, Blake and I had broken up and John lived in San Diego. Okay. And we were still in the very much friend zone. I was just like so depressed at home and not going mm -hmm. out. And just like not eating. And so John's like, we need to get you out. Like, let's get mm. you like croissants and let's go sit by the beach, whatever. So we did. And then a girl recognized us right away. And I was like, oh, that's going to look so bad. Little did I know, like, who knows how soon later <laughs> we'd be dating. Right. Um, but you were thinking you're like, oh, this is going to appear a certain way. Yeah, so I saw like someone taking photos. I was like, well, screw this girl. I'm, I'm going to be ahead of her. So I took a picture of John's dog and tagged it and just like owned the fact that, yep, uh, I'm out with John right now getting some like fresh air, you know, and whatever. So it just kind of sucks that I have to think that way. Mm -hmm. Even with announcing when I was with John, um, it was probably a little more ahead of schedule than I would have liked to announce a relationship. But we had Stefan's big Christmas party right. last year. And I was like, well, the options are either A, embrace that we are like talking and flirting and trying to explore our relationship or B, don't touch me, don't dance with me, don't kiss me. And I was like, no, I want to have a good, you want to enjoy I, I want to have a good time. Of so course. again, ahead of the schedule, like, okay, I guess we're just going to announce that we're chatting. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about the idea of if someone takes a photo or video of you and it is something like when you were with john where it was um you know people hadn't known yet that you know you and blake had ended things and that 
there is that then feeling yeah. of if someone leaks it before I do, like it takes that power away from me. That's literally happening it. right now. Yeah. Okay. Really? <laughs> New Year's Eve. Everyone, yeah. everyone wants oh. a New Year's Eve kiss, right? So I had one with this guy. Um, and the photo ended up being discovered because it was posted on the photographer's Instagram that uh. night. So now, like, the next day, there's, like, this ripple effect of, like, articles coming out of, like, Katie's new boyfriend. I'm like, since when do I have a boyfriend? Yeah, <laughs> you know? You're right. like, am I not allowed to kiss someone? New Year's, yeah. New Year's kiss. It's yeah. Like, how many of us, I didn't do it with someone else, Evan, just FYI. <laughs> but how many what? of us on on uh, New Year's, it's like, you just have a, a random kiss? Yeah. It's just part of the I deal. seven people. <laughs> I was going all over the place. I imagine if there were, like, two photos the same night, just, like, really confused. Yeah. Oh, right. People. No, seriously, next year, you just, like, have a round of, like, 15 people everybody. and be like, well, you know, the whole bar. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's so interesting. I never thought about that before. Yeah. That about having to then have to make the call to put something out there, mm -hmm. even if you're not ready, just so that you can have it in your power to yeah. a certain extent. Yeah. But, you know, with this one, I'm just like, you know what? It was New Year's Eve. Like, you guys can speculate all you want. But until I'm ready to, like, announce something, if there's even something to announce. Right. I'm going to keep living my life. And that's that's really where I'm at is I'm done catering to the uh, you know public perception and mm -hmm. getting ahead of the drama or the rumors or whatever i'm like gossip all you want like i'm just gonna live my life the best way that i can because it, it's taking me like two years truly to get out of like the i don't want to use the phrase dark space but it, it felt like sure. a dark space yeah. the experience is a lot yeah. it's, it changes your whole life you're you're not prepared for it you mm -hmm. do a lot of growing you develop a thick skin but that takes time and so now I'm just truly like in such a good space with everything that I've experienced that I'm just done catering to anybody else. Mm. Mm. Did you ever have any situation where people where it was like going around in the media or whatever that you were with someone where it was completely false? Mm, the only thing I can think of, which this one made me so annoyed, is my friend Andrew Rivers. He's a comic. And we actually okay. we went on a date 10 plus years ago via Tinder and whatever. Well, during like my bachelor era, he was able to come up with a lot of content kind of centered around that and really capitalized on that. And it annoyed me because people considered him an ex-boyfriend. And I was like, I didn't even fuck this man. <laughs> and now he's like, <laughs> do not even give them that. We went okay? on one date and this man is financially benefiting. There was a, oh, like, we're, wow. we're actually really good friends. We actually are doing a show together in uh, in. Uh, Tacoma, Washington, coming oh. up. Oh, like, what sweet. date? Uh, February fifth. Mm. February fifth. Okay. Washington you can go see people. this man. <laughs> you, can, you can. You can see this man who I've never fucked, yeah. <laughs> and you can know that now when you watch him. Okay. And now please do a joke about this. <laughs> one. Yeah. I did bleed on his face, which at first sounds very concerning. Wow. <laughs> but not like, the, not the way you think. I we like made out. Okay. Um, I had a bloody nose, oh. but I didn't know until it was like too late and this was our first date like oh. i'm like making out with him and i like wipe my like nose because i thought it was just runny and then i could like see blood on my finger and i'm like oh my god like how do oh, i oh no and i was 21 <laughs> at the time so like i'm oh, so yeah. just new to dating and like insecure i'm like do i tell him do i just like leave do i just never talk to him again but um no, I told him, and, and somehow we've we've managed to stay friends this whole time. Wow. Through the bloody nose. Friends through only. Through the media. Friends, friends only. only. Yeah. And don't you all forget <laughs> it, okay? Babe, do you remember when we were making out in a car, 
And yes. I came up, she came down, we bashed heads, and yeah. she got a bloody nose from that. Oh. It was my first bloody nose. My first and only bloody nose, actually. Yeah, that was... Oh, mm -hmm. Special. It was so hot. romantic. It was hot. <laughs> so, so, so. I mean, it sounds intense. Yeah, it was intense. It was, I want a bloody nose yeah. during, like, passion. Mine was just, like, medical. Yeah, like, I got it just... cauterized. It was whatever. Oh, you got it cauterized. Yeah. Oh, I think I got to do that. Do you get a lot of bloody noses? I, yeah. I, all of a sudden, oh. over the last, like, two years, do it. bloody nose. Do it. And I've done twice. Oh my god! When I was twelve, Damn. and then as an adult again. Okay. Well, and when he has it, I can't. I faint when I see blood. Oh, oh so she she can't handle blood at no zero all. like finger prick. I see like a tiny bit of blood. It's, I'm gonna pass down. out. Oh no! So when he gets the bloody nose, like I was driving recently, and he was in the passenger seat, and he got the bloody nose, and I looked over, and I had to pull the car over because I was like, I'm gonna faint. Oh yeah. Sitting. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he needs to get it cauterized so that I don't. Yeah, faint. yeah. This is <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But damn. Okay. I mean, it's just it, it's just interesting that having these conversations with you because as much as you know, know a little bit about the show a little bit about the reality tv piece i've never been in a situation where i'm having to think about that oh you it's, know it's just when wild. you're just trying to date which is already so fucking complicated as it is oh yeah then you're having to add this piece to it oh dating is like the most weird because you're kind of like in this middle phase of like like you use the word fame right and so it's like okay do i date someone who's like not familiar with what it's like to be in the spotlight or do you like quote date up in terms of someone who is used to being in the spotlight right yeah. mm -hmm. and so like i'm on raya which is like an interesting uh experience alone yeah how has that been um which if you don't know what raya is it's basically like I don't know, celebrity it's, dating app it's kind like a dating of app for people that are doing stuff in, <laughs> there we go. you know what i mean in like musicians and in entertainment industry yes. yeah <laughs> yeah but but it's a weird it's a weird thing because uh, I will say I've gone on dates with uh, what I like to call Hollywood men, um, mm -hmm. and my new rule after experiencing that a few different times is if if a man is used to hearing yes from multiple women, it's going to be a no from me mm -hmm. because the mm -hmm. men in Hollywood are kind of trash. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you kind of guarded it. You're like sort of, kind of. Absolute. Truth. I was like, "What? What word am I going to use? Let's just let's just cut to it. Let's just cut to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's probably putting it lightly. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Plus, LA is so weird. I, I'm so I'm still just new to California in general. Yeah. Anyone from LA? I live in San Diego, which wasn't mm -hmm. a terrible drive here. But if you're from LA, they'll be like. It's really too bad you don't live here. Like, as if I'm in another freaking no, 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 state. No. Like, it's, like, not even in the country. Like, it's so far to most people. They're like, oh, well, I can't go down there because that's Orange County. Forget it. Yeah, it's we like, drive it's down most minutes. every weekend and people yeah. are just like, what? They're like, whoa. They're like, so do you stay down there? Do you, like, rent a house? You know what <laughs> I mean? They're like, like uh, what's it like? You know, just because. Uh, yeah, yeah. Won't do it. So the men are uh, not. They'll just be like, oh, it's just really too bad you don't live here. I'm like, why'd you match with me? It says San Diego in my bio. <laughs> like, it's very clear. And then they'll just be like, you know, next time you're in the area, let me know. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Right. Wow. Yeah. If well, speaking of that, if you if there was any celebrity, if you had your dream celebrity try Ooh. to match with What's you, the on DM Raya, you get that you're or like, that DM. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god, that's so hard. Because here's the thing, I'm not just saying this. I don't have the like fandom view with these like celebrities. You know, like 
um, I'll say I'm a fan of something like Blink-182, for example. Like, I love Blink-182. Like, probably a top three. I've worked with them, so let me know which one you like. Oh, we'll see. Well, that's, that's what ends up happening. I'm like, Tom, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know? Just any of them. Hit them all up yeah. and let me know which one gets back. Tracks. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the thing is, I just, like, I can't grasp onto them and yeah. just, like, whatever. Forget the fame. Just more even just for the work. Or let's say, you're like, it's not a fame thing. It's more just, like... Everything about that person is my type and the way they work is my type. Like, is there is there one of those that's kind of the like fandom aside, just straight up? There's, there's really not. If, okay. I, if I had to pick somebody, it would be yeah. like I'm pulling from like now, like my youth, you know, sure. which was Robert Pattinson. Oh, okay. which by the way, I'm like 90 percent sure he lives like 10 minutes from you. Whoa. So if you want to go on a walk later. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, should we scale the city? Batman, where are you? Batman. Just, New let's Batman. Let's go walk Ashley. <laughs> I will tell you, I did. Remember we saw him at, at a bar once. We did? Yes. Oh, where was that? A few years ago, remember. we were at a bar. Um, I forget the name of it, but we were we were there and all of a sudden I see Robert Pattinson in the corner and I can't lie. This was like... Well, I guess it was a couple of years ago. Twilight had been out for a hot yeah. minute, but it was like, oh my God, there's Edward. Right. And I, of course, was staring because I could not. And he's everything that you would expect him to be in the brooding sense. He yeah. was like alone at the bar by himself, yeah. brooding with like a whiskey I hope or no whatever. One comes over to me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He was very smoldery. So, you know, whatever you see on the just, screen, that's kind of the energy. Day. I hope no one comes over. See, that's the thing is I, I fall in love with like their character. Like, yeah. you know, he is sure. very much during like the Twilight era and the Harry Potter era. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just, I literally wrote a fan letter on like, physical like tumblr paper okay and mailed it back when that was still a thing like i was i think i was like 18 wow and my boyfriend at the time was very nervous that like i would run off with like robert pattinson (laughs) he's like he's gonna get the goddamn letter and he's gonna fully yeah did you put it did you include a photo no but i think i i definitely sprayed it with perfume oh <laughs> my god you're living like See? a 90s dream that's the most 1995 <laughs> thing i've ever heard in my life wow yeah and i tried to play like that cool girl like like the i'm not like the others you know like oh <laughs> if you ever like lonely like i you should get a dog you know like i'm just a fan of your work like not like i'm obsessed i'm with not it. weird as i send you this letter oh, in the mail literally, at all. i'm so normal literally <laughs> That's what I think about when I now get DMs. I'm like, these people probably think it's a very like normal of interaction, but then I get it. And I'm like, mm. yeah. and you're like, well, <laughs> I back when I used to have a Twitter, that was where I would do it. Mm. I would tag and try to uh, get funny. the attention of guys that like celebrity men that I had a crush on. But I would like be like, hey, you know, if you ever want to hang out, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm just, I'm shooting my shot over here for the yeah. love of God, you know? I would just be like, you want to know the quickest way to make a million dollars? Pre-DM era. <laughs> now, it was a little more accessible, though. Oh, that's yeah. the thing. That's what's so interesting about mm-hmm. it. Have you gotten any wild DMs? Like from celebrities or from fans? Because I'll take both. I mean, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I have. Yeah, it's so funny, though, because here's the thing that I will find that these, especially like men of like status will do. Yeah. They'll send a DM and I'll see it, but like I won't open it because it goes to like the sure. like requested DM. Sure. And so I see it, but I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and leave that there. They'll unsend it and then resend it. Uh, and I'm like, bro, that's so embarrassing because uh, I already saw this first time you tried. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially if they're famous, right? Because they have the they have like it doesn't go to the top. 
Yeah, it can. Right. Depending it can. on how they it. Yeah, if it's if you're wow. verified, it'll okay. sometimes go to the top. Yeah. Shoot. I mean, I can't lie to you. R.I.P., dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that guy is, R.I.P. I can't lie to you and say that I have not unsent DMs to people before who I'm like, hey, would you be interested in coming on this podcast? <laughs> you, know, you know who I've done it to is Pete Holmes so many times. He's like my, mm. he's my white whale. Oh. And I just would love to have him on the podcast. Yes. And I have sent DMs to him, be like, would you be interested? And then they won't be seen. And so then I'll unsend the show. Oh, no. He probably is <laughs> not. Like, oh, just no, double checking for you to see this. I oh, know. No. And then I'm like, sorry, my guy, if I'm just blowing you up. And you're like, this fucking girl just will not leave me alone. <laughs> I'm like, I promise. I'm just trying to. Literally, he thinks like he's like, yo, like you're married, chill. Yeah, like, he's whatever. Like, oh, my God. Being I'm not trying to be a homewrecker. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. Oh, but you know, you got to hit the unsend sometimes i mean we've all been there it's yeah, okay yeah happens you know. to the best of us okay this is what i was gonna say initially is that you have the ability so first of all it was for me i was right away like oh my god you're so great at going out and like meeting people like organically and just letting it happen then when i saw you in your um natural habitat out and about oh. and i'm like oh shit you are let me not say this lightly <laughs> there is a reason that you are the bachelorette because you are maybe one of the best flirters i've ever seen in my life oh, thank you and this is not you know i this is this is not something i would say lightly i was like this you can teach a master class in flirting i do love flirting oh so it's a thing you like to do. It's not like, it's just like you enjoy the process. Of I mean, it. I'm like, how do I want to say this? <laughs> no, I'm like, yes, I was. It was so empowering to watch because yeah. I was just watching you work the room and I'm like, damn, like you could teach a masterclass in flirting because of the combination of confidence, the quick comebacks. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a volley <laughs> session. Yeah, look, it's it's fun and I I don't know like when it started, but um I went to like five different elementary schools and I feel that oh, like that oh, really like okay. played into part of like my socialization and having to be like quick to get someone's attention, you right. know? And so then like as you get older, like attention from like a girlfriend all of a sudden morphs into attention from a, a boy, you know? Yeah. And then Oh, and also your ability to meet new people quickly. I mean that's I mean just straight up. Yeah. Like the fact that you could like, oh, I just went to this concert, didn't know anyone, met people. That's some elementary school five times. Honestly, things. Yeah. truly. Like it, I had to You had to do it. Growing up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then I'm assuming the show probably helped that. To a certain extent? Uh, or were you just like, I was just like that. I was like that before. The show did not um, morph me into anything except depressed, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it gives you definitely like a different exposure, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then dating all these men, like right away, you're like, well, let's turn that on right. full speed now. Well, I'm just thinking about the idea of like night one, having to be in a situation where you're trying to enable someone to feel comfortable like 30 different people. Oh, yeah. I'm such a, like an empath and like a caretaker, yeah. though, like truly, which I would say I do not recommend going on the show if that's your personality type because you're like absorbing everybody's mm. emotion. You're trying to make everybody happy. You want to take care of everybody that's on there. And it was just exhausting. And I was just like so open to all the guys, too, which then made it even harder because there was nothing to like dangle in front of me. You can dangle like one person in front of me because I was just like, 
I care about all of them. I want them to be happy. I want them to feel comfortable. Never would I decline a kiss, even though there were people I didn't want to kiss. I was like, I'm not going to embarrass them. I'm not going to swerve. I'll just make out with them and let it happen. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy to absorb. It was too much. It was too much. I would never do it again. So now you can just go out yes. and hit up the bar yes. and we can bop around. Oh. <laughs> you can just... <laughs> She's such a wing can... woman for me, let me tell you. Okay, quick pause from this fantastic mm. interview and conversation with Katie because I am so happy to talk with you all about Vegamore. I am very passionate about Vegamore because they truly changed my hair's life. Okay, a lot of you know about my hair struggles and journey and for years, I, I genuinely tried everything to get my hair to grow and get some strong, healthy hair going. And for me personally, just nothing was working. I tried so much. Nothing was working for me. And then I tried Vegamore. Uh, and I guess it was about 10 months ago that I started using Vegamore. And boom, completely transformed my hair. I love you, Vegamore. <laughs> Their clean and vegan approach to hair health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair. All their products are cruelty free and never contain potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. Vegamore has something for everyone looking to improve their hair health. The Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. So you just massage that shampoo into your scalp for 60 seconds and then you follow up with the conditioner on the lengths and the ends. It's as simple as that. I am obsessed with the shampoo and conditioner because it just makes it simple to remember. I'm going to wash and condition my hair anyway. Vegamore makes it so convenient. I also love their dry shampoo. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Uh, And listen, with Vegamore, there's no risk when trying because they have a 90-day money-back guarantee. But with 91% of customers saying they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months, uh, you just won't want to run out. I've mm. loved them. I love you, Vegamore. I can't say it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Give your hair exactly what it's been craving with Vegamore. Uh, go to vegamore.com slash chatty and use the code chatty to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash chatty. Code chatty to save 20% at vegamore.com slash chatty. Okay. Back to Katie. My most favorite thing on the planet is being a wing woman. It is my most favorite Jess thing. Jess is a I'm like, I want to just and that. so I'm like when 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 we were hanging out, I'm like, oh my God, she's just absolutely <sighs> crushing this room. I'm like, this is my dream. It was so wow. fun. Um, but okay. Flirting. Flirting, yeah. This was my thought. Number one, I want to talk about flirting styles. Like, mm-hmm. what are our flirting styles? And then obviously. The best way to be is just you, and that's how you meet someone. But if anyone feels like they struggle, I would love to get some like tips from you. Oh, I have, I have things. Oh, oh my god, I yes, have I things. Love this. Like Please. I'm thinking to like the night we went out. I'm like what, okay. what moves did I pull out? Okay, number one, you got to make eye contact with the guy. But then the second you make eye contact with him, like look away, like be bashful. Oh my god, he <laughs> caught me. Like you, just, uh, like you have. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. Let me just say something real quick. <laughs> You know, we as guys are so susceptible sometimes to you all. Like we're we're thinking this is organic. You know what I mean? We're thinking that like I did that. You know what I mean? Like the I saw her, I made her feel that way. <laughs> Meanwhile, this like, was orchestrated. It's a five point a, plan. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, honestly, honestly. Okay, yeah. sorry. So that's the first one because then he knows that like oh she saw me yeah. and like you said oh I made her like blush yeah. you know right. but like really I'm like. 
come on over. I'm one of twenty-seven already today. <laughs> I like eye contact with yeah. all the men. I'm like, who's gonna bite? <laughs> Yeah, so that I've surveyed the room. You all believe it. Yes, that's one of my. That's like the first, like first step. Okay. Also, um, if you have a drink, put a straw in it. Bite on that straw a little bit. Like again, the playful eye contact. But bite on the straw. Oh my See, god! I'm you guys telling are getting you. gold no, I'm out there. Telling you, this is it's okay. Okay. Like, when are we getting married? It's, it's over. Yes, and then eventually, if he's confident enough, he'll come over. And so then, like my final step is, I love to like grab their shoulder and whisper something to them, like because obviously you're somewhere loud. Sure. But like get close enough that like your lips almost like kind of touch the ear just ever so like accidentally like hi i'm katie what's your name you know but like touch the shoulder whisper in the ear and then it's just game over i feel like you've done a scientific analysis on like people's (laughs) how people like feel like they're on top of the world look I that's don't, crazy it's worked for me um good luck all you out there who want to try it like no those DMs. are it's, it's the golden tips it was incredible wow it was incredible i was like is anybody else seeing this right now <laughs> like this the is master amazing class. yes welcome yes. to my master class wow. see this is my issue with flirting mm. i have always you know one of the things i've always talked about we talked about on chatty broads i love flirting i think it's a fun way to get out fun energy it can feel empowering it's also just it's just just I don't know it's an energy that I love putting out there um my problem is this when I like the person my flirting ability has always gone out the window okay I will support that Mm. because like when I'm talking to someone I actually like like there's an established like spark of some kind all of a sudden I feel like a freaking nerd (laughs) all that confidence I just had 10 minutes ago gone gone. I gone. It's, gone. it's embarrassing too because like I'm at a point where I just like embrace it and I'm like I this uh you know um so yeah it's it comes in waves. That's good to know everybody out there if someone is very smooth with you they don't like you. Okay. <laughs> they're just waiting for that free drink. <laughs> they're waiting for the one other maybe, one. Maybe the midnight so If they're stumbling over their words that means they like you. If they're smooth run away. <laughs> no, seriously though. I remember when um Evan and I cuz we were friends for so long when all of a sudden like it like hit me like a ton of bricks that I actually was like, "Oh my god, I really like I like him. I have a huge crush on him." I was level 10 embarrassing. Like I could not get the words out. I had no there was no game at all. Mm. Mm, I feel that. I've done voice memos to like a guy that I have a crush on and then I'm like I am not sending that. And I'll like redo it like three more times. I'm like, what is so wrong with voice me? Voice what is this around. grasp this man has on me right now? <laughs> I hate yeah. this. How do you, fl- what's your flirtation style? Sup? Is that <laughs> just oh. the worst? No, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's I'm, not working. I'm very out of practice. I mean, I'll be honest with sure. you. Um, very out of practice. I usually, if I'm trying to think on the past, it, I mean, I felt the same way. It was like, if there was someone who I was kind of vibing with, but it wasn't like, amazing my skills were like i'd impress myself you know what i mean i'd be like oh that was smooth that was a good line that was this, this. but the second i thought someone was like really good i was always just kind of like so is your favorite color you, know, you start to like <laughs> collapse in onto yourself but i try to i think not give away too much too early mm. like it was always just oh, okay. kind of like be funny but don't be don't give away anything yet don't be vulnerable don't be vulnerable yet. Ooh. Wait on that. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, don't be vulnerable or like pick it, pick it, like be self-deprecating mm. in the right moment, but then also like back it up with something that's confident. So it's like play with the like, 
I, I think self-deprecation mixed with confidence. It's like that mix. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, but I'm not, the, but I was never the guy that could like make, you know, like it was a master at it who could make anyone kind of like fall for me. It was always like, I had to be chemistry a little bit at the, and then I could work with it. We were talking earlier about how, if you were to ever be on um, a reality dating show that he would be one of like the genuine people who would fall in love Ugh. in the first week. Oh no! Like he, <laughs> those are the ones that never make it. No, exactly. Or like he would be, it would be game over. Like he would get cut. I know myself enough to know that like I would make it. No. Like no he way. He would be cut. He'd be way too obsessed. I'd either be not interested, so then I couldn't fake it. Yeah, you'd be mm. either so feel like, nothing at all. I'm very bad at faking it. So like if if I'm not into it, I'm I'm just like so. Anyways, like it would be they'd immediately like get him out of here, or I fall in love. And then I'm just like, what? I thought we had something special that no one else had. So I think that I would not be good at playing the game, as they say. Mm. No, no. Truly, like the most like normal, most genuine. I don't want to say basic, but just like your regular. It's fine, I'm basic. I was not saying that. Just say it. it. Let's get it out. He's a basic king. (laughs) Those are the ones that don't, you know, make it on those dating shows usually. Sure. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't make it. What's fun about just organic, normal love? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Nothing. You can't make anything out of it. There's no juice to There's squeeze no out of for it. That. There's yes. no ratings for that. Even the notebook had some drama. Okay, yes. true. Oh my god, I'd get obliterated. It'd be a bloodbath for sure. He'd cry, and they wouldn't even have to try. They'd be like, "Oh, no. they're like, oh, we're not filming yet." <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so okay, so we've got the flirting tips, which is so helpful. So now you are single. Yes, yes, and out there. Yes. Um. What are you looking for? The one. Yeah. Like oh. I, I I, really am not about wasting time anymore. I mean, I'm 32. Like at cer- a certain point, you got to like really stop compromising or like falling in love with people's potential, mm-hmm. you know? So like I, it's, it's kind of a lot for a guy to take in when it's like, no, I'm, I'm here to date and date seriously, you know? Yeah. So if you are unavailable, then thank you so much for your time. Have a great life. You know? Do you feel like you're able to tell really quickly now? Um, I think there's people I've eliminated. Look, I'm still like in Bachelorette talk. <laughs> eliminated there's, from my there's life. There's contestants. There are one-on-one dates. Send him home. <laughs> That'd be fire. That'd be fire. If I was trying to ask Katie, I'd be like, so when's our one-on-one? She'd be like, you're out. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> week three? I'd be like, um, yeah, so the third you mean, day, it's you week mean January three. 22nd? What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, but there are people I've gone on on first dates with who I think in the past I'd be like, oh, they they were fine, mm-hmm. and I would go on more dates with them. But I've been very quick to be like, it was a first date only situation mm-hmm. because I just don't see it like being a long term serious relationship. They might be a great guy, attractive, funny, like the date went fine, mm-hmm. but I just I'm looking for like such an intense connection now that's mm-hmm. going to be long term, ideally the one. Mm-hmm. So I'm very quick to just cut people now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it hard for you to end things with people? Like when you're, if you've gone on a couple of dates and everything's going smoothly, but you're like, it's just not it. Like having to. Yeah, I did have a date. God, this one was horrible. So most of the dates we go on a date <laughs> and then I just like fade away. I just fade away. And it's just like, you just, you read yeah. between the lines. Yeah, you slowly, it's like, it's like um the ghosting in a kind way. Yeah. It's like, uh, so is it safe to say that in general, not putting you in a position where you feel like you have to brag or something, but men fall in love with you 
and then you kind of go, uh, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry that we're, I'm not that I'm not there. Um, or is it pretty 50 50? Do you find yourself in those positions as well? I mean, in recent time, like, so this year, since ending things with John, or yeah. I guess he ended things with me. So, no, okay. I'm John was not in love, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, guys. You know, like, <laughs> we're so, so we're like, uh, the room just got heavy, dude. It's been fine. I'm doing great now. Okay, <laughs> like, I, I do know that. Amazing. I do you know that. Celebrate me. I do know that she's doing well. <laughs> that is a fact. Just knows things that will not be on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> she's been, doing just fine. I am a lockbox, you know. Um, I'm saying, but um, um, so for the most part, <laughs> sorry. we all kind of get a little tight for a second. She's like, "Look at here." Like, do we all need more champagne? Is okay? I have some. Yes, I have some. I'm like, it was like, like a great oh. opportunity. You know, you never know with the breakups though, where you're a little bit like. I don't know. Sometimes, literally, the room. Everyone just is like, feel, we don't know how to laugh. Or you cry. feel a little bit. I'm like, you know, I still when I talk about an ex, I'm still just uh, like, oh, no, 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 I'm okay. thriving. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, no. So it, since then, I've gone on many, many first dates, and it was very easy to just like, just kind of avoid because they they'll ask like, who's like a date? I'm like, maybe, yeah. yeah. They eventually kind of get it with this. So we don't need, we don't need the conversation. But this one guy, he flew in from Tennessee. Okay. Flew in. Yes. You know what I mean? You're already really, really in it. Well, here's the thing. I was I was trying to date so many men from LA who are like, oh, San Diego's so far. Yeah. And then and this then, man comes this from man Tennessee. This man hops on a goddamn yeah. plane. He's like, I will fly to come see, <laughs> see you. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I, like, uh, was it too much or was it like a good sign where you're like, oh, wow, this individual look, really. I said no the first time. Oh, okay. But then he like pursued and I was like, okay, I'm being. Here's this man trying to pursue me from another state, and these LA trash men yeah. are like, "You're in San Diego, so. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right." <laughs> you know, so I'm like, "Okay, okay, fine. Like, come, let's, like, let's do this." But it was the first time we were meeting in person, okay. and that's where mm. it's like not a good idea. That's a that's, that's a, lot, that's of a lot of pressure. It's a lot, which means your first date is like a full day date. It's not just like dinner. Like he flew in here, so like, let's, no, you let's start off with brunch. Let's go on a walk. Let's go to the amusement park. Let's have was drinks. he staying with you too? No, okay. absolutely not. Thank God, because on our first and last date, um, we were watching the sunset. <laughs> oh and God. here's where you know it's going bad. I, I'm sitting there literally talking about my ex. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like John loved watching the sunsets. And I hated watching the sunsets with him. But like this little voice in my head is like, Katie, cut this you know, some, like slack. Like you're talking about your ex. It's a sunset. You know, whatever. But I, the vibes, I was just, you should have known, my friend, because he... The sunset happens and he goes, yeah, like I was going to kiss you, but you were talking about your ex. And I was like, I go, oh, I really meant that in a good way. Like, truly, I was what I was trying to say was the sunsets are great with the right person. But I, it was word vomit. Right. So I said, oh, ha, ha, you know, whatever. And then I don't remember what he said, but it was a, essentially a pickup line. And he goes into then like it was like. Well, now's a good time, or who knows what he said? Because I fucking freaked out <laughs> as he swerves in. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Swerve out! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Why would he swerve in? But I feel like I'm getting blotchy just reliving this memory yeah. right now. Oh, I no. I swerved, and it was it was so uncomfortable. And there's no recovery. You you don't no, recover. It's over. No, it, there's no recovery from no. that. And this was day one. He was there for like the weekend, you know. Oh. So he was probably like the only time where um afterwards I had to be like. Look, I was hoping we'd have a stronger sure. spark than what we have, you know, and this is not working out. And it was just awkward. Like the more he like tried to recover, because here's the thing, 
some guys would just take that and walk away and be like, oh, this is over. But he was not a quitter. He tried. And and here's the thing. I was like, oh, like I'd be happy to host you like as a friend and we can still explore. But then the more, then he took me up on that. And I was like, okay, just kidding. I'm so sorry. Like yeah. I just, I can't. And so, yeah, wow. we haven't um, spoke since. Oh, my God. Good for you, though, for just being like, no, because I think that there is that's the thing with dating, right? Where you're like, OK, if he flew out and then it didn't go great the first night and I'm not interested, then there's pressure like, well, you flew out. But it's like, but listen, like, you know, if it doesn't work risk. out, that's the thing. That's the risk that you take. If you're going to fly mm-hmm. out to Tennessee and then or from Tennessee and 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 the uh, even if you're interested and the other person isn't, well, then guess what? Maybe you're not going to have that second date when you're there for that second day. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, and that's where I had to like really like grow up from like my old self. Old yeah. self would have been like, again, I'm such a nurturing person. I want him to be happy. Sure. I would have just like allowed it the weekend to pan out. However, but knew me was like, look, I declined you the first time. You insisted on coming. That's on you. Unfortunately, that's the risk you took with this first date. That's now our last date. Thank you so much for your time. Mm-hmm. Contact your airline and see when you can go home. <laughs> I have a contact it. <laughs> I've Delta. already, I've already, I've called them for you. No, but that's that's so good though. It's so good. And I think that was what it was too about when we were out. Uh, and I was watching you work the room for the first time is that that was like definitely the energy that was being exuded where it's just like very like the the having the fun flirting so in your power like mm-hmm. so like no nope, the, these are the boundaries these are the things and you were just yeah oh was, yeah I mean like the the biggest thing like in pursuing comedy now is like comics are off limits at least that's uh-huh. the advice I've been given that's the advice I will be following and so it was just very nice to be like state that very clearly to like certain comics I'd be talking to and like they'd be like I get it like that is like this unspoken rule of like these are now kind of like co-workers schoolmates we're all kind of going to be crossing paths like you don't want to get messy and get involved like romantically with a comic as you're like pursuing comedy yeah yeah it's the workspace have you always been confident in that like you just seem like a confident person that loves themselves and that's foreign to me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? That's something yeah, like I work on. And it seems like it's it's pretty like it's coming out of you, you know? Is that something you've always... Because I think about my daughter and I think Ember is just so much... She literally on the... We were driving and she goes, Daddy, I love you. And you know who else I love? Myself. And I just I thought like... I love her. That it's is so good. It makes me so like happy. a foreign concept to me. Yeah. Have you, have you kind of just like you were always that kid or is that something you developed over time? I feel like I was always that person, but I can't really explain why right it's just naturally I don't, I don't know i feel like maybe it has a lot to do with like um and not to be like depressing but like my upbringing like my mom and dad didn't totally like raise me so you have to be like self-care yeah. you have to be so independent at such a young age or it goes the opposite way i mean true so like in going to all the schools that i went to i had to be quick to make friends which then that carries into like the older you get the more you develop your personality and so yeah i mean I do love myself right. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i don't i don't know like at what age that started or like how that started um, but like truly it's just life's just easier when you can do that. I know it's easier said than done, but like I'm not everybody's like cup of tea and like I accept that. And when you can just like embrace your crazy, quirky, weird, nerdy, cringy, whatever you are, personality, life is just so much more fun because you're attracting those who are meant to be in your life and not faking it to keep these random people who are like toxic wow. to you. I mean, it's so powerful. I Did you coming off the show then when all of a sudden – there's all these people in your orbit. Was that a process to continue feeling that way? Like when people are sending stuff and giving you a hard time? 
I mean, there was definitely like a heavy moment because mm-hmm. especially like when you do love yourself and you're like, I think I'm great, you know, and like you get these strangers who are like, you are a horrible person. You're this, that and whatever, you know, you're kind of like, damn, like that's not me at all. You know, and there was a period of time where it's like you can't take the time to prove that to everybody. You know, there are, the people who matter know exactly who you are. They know your heart. They know you're giving, you're caring, you're supportive, you're kind, you know, you have good intentions. You're going to fuck it up sometimes. You're going to, mm. you're going to mess up on things you say or do. And that's just life. But the people who know you are the ones that matter. Mm-hmm. And so there was definitely like a learning curve for me to like stop taking it so personally when these strangers mm-hmm. on the internet are judging me incorrectly, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something I have a really hard I know. I have a hard time with that. I think a lot of it is like, you know, when you said if someone's judging you incorrectly, I think that's where then I will really struggle when if I, you know, get a DM from someone and in general, I mean, you know how it is. It's like in mm-hmm. general, there's so much love, but it's hard. It's like those ra- those the ones, ones that all that they get one. you and then you'll just be laying in bed. <laughs> but it's always the ones where it's like, oh, I feel like you don't know me. Yeah. You don't know me that like you'll, you know, send something that's like, oh, you're this way or this is what happened. And I'm like, this is it's just not true. Yeah. And they let it get to me. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to butcher this quote and I forget who said it, but it was something along the lines of haters are determined to never get to know you. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, why cater to those people who don't care? Like you could have messed up and 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 corrected yourself and learned and grown and and done these things to be just a better person. Or maybe you've always been a great person, you know? Mm-hmm. But the people who want to hate are just going to go out of their way to hate you no matter what you do to try to correct that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just not worth it. Well, that's such a, a good quotation too. I mean, for literally anybody, mm-hmm. like just the idea of, even if you didn't have social media, but especially now anybody with social media, it's like everyone's experiencing this to a certain degree in your everyday life. Yeah. I remember... <laughs> moment when one of my friends looked at me I mean gosh we were probably like 17 years old and she was like you do realize that not everyone will like you correct like there will be people in your life that just don't like you and from your perspective it might not be for any apparent reason Mm -hmm. but sometimes people just don't get along and you kind of rub each other the wrong way and realizing that where I'm like oh it's okay if I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Like, it's okay if I bug certain people. Like, I remember coming to realize that I'm like, oh, my personality can be obnoxious to certain people. Some people, it's like, oh, it's too much or whatever. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Like, it's just me. You know, it's different when you're, you know, there's obviously a difference. It's like, you know, if there's active harm going on. But if I'm just being me and I'm just being kind to whoever, but I'm still going to, even if I'm being my my most kindest and giving, I'm still going to bug people. Yeah. And it's okay. I always like to flip it and think about like going to brunch, right? And who is it that you want to sit at your table? And then you think of like that coworker, that friend from school, whatever, who you're like, hell no, they are not invited. So then you realize like, oh, I don't like this person. And so it's just like, that's just what it is. Like there are certain people you want at your table and there's certain people that you're okay not being at your table. Like if you don't like me, chances are I probably wouldn't like you either, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's why it's just so important to be your just like truest self because you are going to attract the people that are meant to be there and be at that table with you. And if you're like catering to try and be like liked by everybody, that's an impossible goal. You're mm-hmm. just, you're going to fail forever. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like me, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> that's my philosophy. <laughs> I want to find that in like a fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Like I'm sticking yes. to this one. Well, speaking of social media, when, so obviously on the show, you were 
admirably vocal about being sex positive. Did you get, did people like give you hate for that on social oh, media? Oh yeah. And really? I, I hate the word sex positive. I just want that to be like known on the record. Yeah. Um, because like, it's just, it's just embracing your sexuality, which a lot of women yeah. are doing. A lot of women are doing that. Like I'm, I'm no leader of the pact of being sex positive. Like literally I took a test the other day that said I'm like so vanilla in bed, which is so embarrassing. Oh yeah, I saw you. <laughs> like, don't make me a sex positive leader when I'm also vanilla. Okay. <laughs> I saw you post. I'm like, I need to. I need to ask you where you got that test. I'm yes. like, I want to take this. <laughs> I learned some things about myself. But um, but also people, there are people who just think like women are supposed to be like silent in their sexuality and and in, in the bedroom and literally like my stand up. It's like ten minutes of just all sex jokes you know and i'm gonna get hate for that but also it's just like so normal this one like um older woman was at my show and she came up to me and she was just so impressed and that's not me tuning my own horn it's just like the era that she grew up in she's like oh my god you're you're just like me but i had to be quiet Mm. you know and so yeah i definitely get hate being quote sex positive um but like i don't fucking care (laughs) you know like Like, again, it goes back to the, like, if, if I'm offensive to you because I'm talking about, like, masturbation or, like, jizz, right. like, chances are we have a very boring conversation, so <laughs> please like, leave. Yeah, again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I'm not your cup of tea, then sorry. Yeah. Like, you're no, you're swerved, just being... Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you feel like in the, when you, do you feel like it's the same thing like you're saying with conversations or stand-up or whatever or even on the show, do you feel like that a first date or a second date where you're kind of going there and kind of being funny or, you know, throwing quips around in there, like kind of jarred by it or like, yeah, and it that helps, you know, like this isn't going to work. Exactly. There's definitely like, there's this guy who had like, um, like a religious quote in his Instagram. Sure, sure. And I just kind of already knew that we probably weren't compatible. And, um, before even our first date, I brought up, um, Chick-fil-A and like, his stance on Chick-fil-A and, uh-huh. and their views. And I, I was able to just like, She's like, so what are you? Let's figure this out real quick. Let's figure this out real quick. It's a great way to filter out the men that I just know will not be compatible right. with my life, yep. my views, whatever, just based on their response about Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I That's love great. that. Oh, yeah. He probably had no idea he was being tested, but I'm like, you failed. See you never. <laughs> you're like, you say something like, ooh, Chick-fil-A looks good. And then you're like, does it? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love that move. So. Also, by the way, what is vanilla? I mean, look. like, what does that mean on a sex test? Okay, the questions were intense. They yeah, were what like, is the sex they were like, test? on a scale of like, I forget, like one to five. Do you enjoy um, watching your partner cry tears of pain? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like a BDSM quiz. It was more like BDSM because like it, it was like very intense stuff and like prisoner. And I'm like, okay, like I'm very <laughs> vanilla if there's like a torture and cages <laughs> and whip. Like, yeah, you're like on this scale, I guess I'm vanilla. I'm, like, like, I'm vanilla. But, I don't want to put my, my, my partner in a cage. Yeah. And then like, and then it went even into like watching your partner with other people. I'm yeah. like, for me, no, yeah. no, thank you. You know, <laughs> so you're like, I guess so I'm, like, I'm, I'm aggressively, vanilla. literally it was a hundred percent. Vanilla. <laughs> oh, and I shared that. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> pillow princess. Yeah, no, I was about to say, I'm like, I'm a pillow princess over here. Yeah, like, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do, she says. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, I like to be loungy. Yeah. You know, I like to relax. I know. It's so nice to just relax. <laughs> Let you guys do all the work. Yeah. Um, okay, I had a little game Ooh. if you're down I'm always down I'm for thinking game. about like we're talking you know 
some dating, especially dating in Hollywood. <clears throat> she looks so guilty. Like, I'm like, I'm chugging my champagne. No, <laughs> no, I promise. I promise. I'm not going <laughs> to. It's a lockbox. <laughs> um, no. Speaking of in, in the dating world, yes. especially now that you are, you know, trying to find the one. Yes. Right. Have a game that we'll call Deal Breaker, Red Flag, or No Worries. Ooh, I like that. So listen, there's so many things on this list that I'm like, some of these I'm looking at myself personally and I'm like, wouldn't bother me at all. Some might. I think it's going to be very person to person. So you let us know, Deal Breaker, Red Flag, or No Worries. And by the way, you can talk about it too. I don't okay. need the one word. Okay. <laughs> Not the I'm quick like, fire. Yes. No. <laughs> yes, no. We got to do this Pass. whole segment in under Pass. three minutes. Go. Speed round. They put pineapple on their pizza. Ugh. I mean, no worries, but judging. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like an orange flag. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, like, yeah. we will be yeah. sharing. We'll be doing the half, the no pineapple on my side, please. I guess the positive side of that is that I would then get my whole, I would get a full pizza to myself. Are you a pineapple? No, I'm oh, saying yeah. if someone else is a oh, pineapple yeah. eater, then I don't have to share my pizza with you. Okay, they show up 30 minutes late to your first date. Um, deal breaker. You're no, I'm no. so punctual, first of all. You are. You are like on the dot. Literally, punctual. I texted just like five times on my way. I'm like, here's the updated time. Here's the updated time. Here's the updated. Like, I'm so punctual. Also, I'm a fucking goddess, and you're going to show up half an hour late. Yes. This is that love we're yes. talking about. This I so love fun. that. I wouldn't even be there to find out. 15 minutes late, and I'm out. Goodbye, <laughs> loser. Oh, I I've left it. a note. I've left a note on the table. I've given the waiter a note to give to you to be like goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Deal breaker. My dust. No, you are punctual. I the first time we ever hung out, you were sending me messages of updating me with the time, and I was like, "This is my love language yeah. <laughs> because I can prepare on when I can get ready." If you move to LA, ready. by the way, you got to get ready for that because. People are late. There's like a general, oh, wouldn't LA you say, time. Lee, that oh, there's just yeah. a general like 30 minute window of like if someone says they're going to be there at two or three or whatever, it's like oh. that means two oh. to two thirty. I literally lie to my friends in LA. I lie to them about the time because I know I've experienced this. They're so I'll, I'll give them a fake time knowing they're yeah. going to be an hour late and it, they're That's a still on time. Right She's on top of it. Oh my God. Mastermind. What, what do you think? Okay. If they're 30 minutes late for your first date, but they've given you a heads up. I mean, oh, I, I'd want to know what the reason is. Okay. Like, like, did your dog get hit by a car or did you just like oversleep? <laughs> it better be catastrophic. <laughs> Literally. What if it was, um, sorry, I got caught up at work. I mean, what's your job? <laughs> you know, right. are you working at like a, some fast food place? Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> this reel took me forever. Is yeah. it an influencer? <laughs> sorry, I was like this reel. I was trying to edit it. Mm, I just can't. I can't. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a planner. I'm punctual. Right. I would never be 30 minutes late unless they're like an accident. Like the freeway is closed down. I don't know what's going on. Right. Here's my, here's my, I would send photographic evidence, which I'm going to be requesting from him. Yeah. Got it. I love yeah. it. Send me a picture now. Yeah. Prove it. <laughs> um, They're rude to restaurant staff. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Deal. What was that? What was Deal that? breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. Check, please. Yeah. I can't. Uh-uh. I'm so polite to everybody. Like, please and thank yous is just like our part of like breathing for me that I recognize it so quickly when someone is so like negative or closed off. Even when they come to pour water, I stop my conversation. I make eye contact with the server. I say, thank you so much. And I continue my conversation. Mm. I, I can't. I, ugh, no. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. That's what, okay. So say you got on three dates mm-hmm. and none of them were restaurants. Okay. And it's been fireworks. Mm-hmm. 
fireworks. Yeah. And then you go to the restaurant and he goes, and, and he's rude. A deal breaker. So, so you'd cut that. You wouldn't try and kind of like correct him. I would definitely say something. Okay. I am very direct. Um, I'm not even passive. I'm just direct. Right, right, right. Um, and to me, that would say like, oh, you're just putting like your best foot forward on these it. first dates. Now I'm seeing your true colors because you're getting comfortable. Sure. Okay. You suck. Love it. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, every time they use the bathroom, they're in there for at least 30 minutes. 30 minutes? <laughs> This IBS? What's happening? I'm just thinking, I'm like, are they on their phone? What if you have a child in the bathroom? And it's your only place. This feels personal of suddenly. Ref, it's very, it's very personal. <laughs> are we projecting? What? This is really uh, personal. What's really the question? This is a, what if it's Vendetta. A break? <laughs> 30 minutes, sir? The third, the 30 is long. Fifteen. Okay. You do fifteen. It's it's the it's the clearly like I'm going into the bathroom and I'm having a moment of alone time. This isn't even relatable to me. This is definitely like a married couple question right now. I can just tell. She's airing it out. <laughs> okay, what about, Evan. What about though? Okay, let's just let's take away let's take away any sort of you know the vendetta that right. we have. Mm. The question is, if you've gone on a few dates with him. And, you know, let's just say you're staying at your place mm -hmm. and every time he goes to the bathroom, he's just like in there for a really long time. Like an awkward amount of time. I would ask. I'd be like, are you are you OK? Because it, it is concerning. This red is, flag, red flag, we'll call it. Red flag. See, the communication is, in my opinion, you just, you're such a fantastic example of I communication. Yeah. You literally, the, instead of just grinding about it and being like, what are you doing? If you're in passive, there? if you're petty, if you're quiet, you can save so much time by just being so direct with somebody. Wow. Right. Okay. Also, then, then you're not, there's not that, 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 that weird moment. Let's just say, you know, let's just say he was gluten free. And you had been making things that had a gluten in it. The pizza five days and, a week. And he, but, he, but because you made it, he didn't want to say anything. So now he's struggling. But then if you just have the conversation, then you're good to go. Literally. He's farting in the towels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have, a, I have a question. Speaking yes. of farting in the yeah. towels. Um, have you ever gone to the bathroom and tried to like be quiet because you knew there was going to oh. be like noise? Oh my gosh. Because I've done like different things. Like it made me think of like things yeah. I've done. If I had to like take a shit, I will lay the toilet paper down first inside. So it doesn't hit the water. So there's no splash. <gasps> like a soft oh, landing. That's a really good idea. Wow. Yeah. I've also gone as far. Why am I telling you? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate this. I've also gone as far as like you feel gassy, right? But you know you can't just let it out normally. You can't rip. You sit down, you pull apart, you make the hole bigger. <laughs> <laughs> So that the air can escape like more freely without like yeah literally rather than like a, <laughs> rather than like a full like noise. Oh, that's amazing! It's risky. I mean, either way, it's come out. So you like, you never know. But you might as well not create yeah, more percussion. It, I'll do it in. I'll, oh, I'll wad great. up a roll of toilet paper and I'll do it into that. Well, you hold it. You I hold it. You <laughs> fart into it. <laughs> Dude, there's it nothing worse the than the fart feeling of like if, if if I do this and it echoes through the halls, like everything changes. <laughs> everything changes. Uh, it's just like -ga -ga. I'm gonna try that. It works really well. It's I've like a never cough from your butt. Yeah, you just do, uh, it's like a handkerchief and you put it under. It. Oh my god, it works. That's brilliant. Wow. I've never had it. I've oh. never had it not work. Wow. Yo, to be honest, everyone submit your fart covering techniques. Yeah. Well, honestly. 
it sounds like there's multiple uh, levels of discretion. Like, yeah. <laughs> we have many techniques. We have multiple techniques in the room, let alone the everybody out there. Oh, so we need to hear the techniques. I'm so excited <laughs> for that. Please keep me posted on the DMs. Please, please send wow. us them. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, this is great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you've been on ten dates. Holy shit! And they haven't introduced you to any of their friends. Uh, I, it's a red flag. Okay. There's definitely a conversation being had. Well, how many dates in would you have that conversation about? Like, hey, just FYI. I mean, okay, but I feel like by 10 dates, you're definitely like boyfriend, girlfriend. And if you're not, that's a red flag. Yeah. You know, it's like, what are we? 10 dates? Yeah, 10 dates. It's like, unless you're hanging out with each other 10 days in a row, what do you consider that date? Even that is like, that's, we've been together for 10 days straight. Literally, I think that's more time than me when I got engaged. You know? like, <laughs> at that point. I think we had like an eight. I mean, come on. Yeah, four um, or five. Yeah, so I just feel like if, once you're like in that status of like boyfriend, girlfriend, there definitely needs to be something. I would say within the 10 dates, mm-hmm. outside of the 10 date window, something's up, something's mm. sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. That one would make me nervous. What if he was like, I'm not a big friend guy. You just have no friends. I got a couple, but like we see each other every once in a while, but I'm not like always going out with them. I just work and I chill. It, I mean, look, it would depend. Like, I feel like if you spend enough time with them, you would recognize that that is true. You're like, oh, he's just a homebody. Yeah. yeah. Living under a rock. Love that for him. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. right. Like, if, you stay home. I'll go with my friends. And yeah. then I'll come back to the house. when. But if he can't hang out Friday night because he's with his friends, I'm like, yeah. so when am I going to sure, sure. meet yeah. these guys? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, oh. They serenade you every time you get together. So let's just say. <laughs> okay. Spirals <laughs> on so let's just say this is so specific let's just say you know what it's it is 11. <laughs> i promise i don't do this i would this the is only like, thing i do is spend some time in the bathroom i promise this was a specific one to me because i you know evan in the music industry there's a lot of musicians around i feel very uncomfortable when someone looks me in my eyes and serenades me it makes me very oh, uncomfortable God. now if they're playing in the corner and I'm like in the room then I'm like oh this is nice yeah right, right I'm enjoying right. this but like a deep look in I feel uncomfortable so I'm just curious if every time you know let's just say one of these Hollywood men <laughs> that you're going out with is in music and every time you guys get together <laughs> and every time you guys get together he, uh, he starts playing and singing to you would you be like I like I mean I I actually feel like I do have a soft spot for someone who's like musically talented. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, I also love like corny romance and that just feels very like cheesy. I remember Connor, Connor the cat. Yes. Um, oh, yes. Serenaded me and I like almost cried. <laughs> so I think Whoa. I'm a softie for like a musician that. for sure. Yeah. Wow. I just don't know what to do with my eyes or my hands. You oh. know what I mean? When someone's serenading me, I'm like, I don't Your know where like, to yeah. look. I'm like, uh, I mean, if it's good, I have like hearts in my eyes. If it's bad, I'm like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> right. <laughs> but if it's coming, you know, if it's coming from the heart, even yeah. if it's. I feel like I Rough. I feel like um we we'll be fine. Keep going. What are what are the words again? <laughs> the uh, deal breaker. No worries. No worries. No worries. No worries. All right. All right. Love that. I love Sing that. Sing away, baby. I need to you know deal with learning how to I guess have deep intimate eye contact with, while being sung to. Oh. Um, <laughs> they go to the gym twice a day. Oh, here's the thing. That's very healthy for them. 
it is a red flag in terms of compatibility uh-huh. because while they're going to the gym twice a day, I'm going to like fast food at least twice a week. Same right. yeah. And I just don't know how we're going to mesh. You know, like if you literally like if you don't like Taco Bell, like I actually I ding that against you. Agree. Yes. Because I just <laughs> deep agree. <laughs> but here's the thing, like food in general is a like social thing. Mm-hmm. And so if you're like a, and I'm not trying to stereotype, but if you're like a chicken and rice and broccoli kind of person and I'm like, I love Taco Bell. I love McDonald's the day after a hangover, you know, like, and we can't like enjoy each other's company in that f- food experience. Yes, sure, yes, sure. yes that 2 a.m. like yeah. Del Taco, Taco yeah. Bell dive. Yeah. yeah. So, so my assumption is a, a two a day gym rat and I are probably not compatible long term, and I would give it a red flag. Mm. I like this. Yeah. I like that. You've had two dates together, mm. and they still haven't texted and called, only DM'd. Ew. Wait, do they have my number? They have your number, but they only ever just DM you. Actually, I, I take that back. There are people that have my number, but we talk a lot in the DMs. It's just sometimes the, the voice memo is great because it's 60 second limit versus like I message limit like you and I know, Jess. <laughs> Our voice memos are freaking mini podcast <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Seven minutes each. We're just I'm like, oh shit, I, had, I, I yeah. lifted my finger up and now it's like, you know, we're six minutes in. Yeah. Um... So, uh, not a, not a problem. I don't think that's a problem. As long as the communication is continuing ongoing in the DMs. Okay. Yeah. So, how many dates in then are you like, you still haven't texted or called, you've only DM'd me? It, I, I really think it depends. Because like I said, okay. like there are people that have been in my life for like two plus years, and we are more active in the DMs, in the DMs. Than, okay. than the text. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's something about Instagram with the, the voice memo and the limit. The limit's a big one. Uh, it's been three dates and you've never left his house. Wait, what? <laughs> like I'm just trapped? No. Like I'm just in his bed? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the sex must be great. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I'm gonna, take that, I'm gonna take that sex quiz again. Um, no, like every time mm. you have a date, he's like, come over and let me make you dinner. Oh. And so you're like, funny yeah. you should ask that because... Oh. <laughs> These men in Hollywood love a good secret and you can keep that best at home. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, okay, to be fair though, like there is a level of understanding. You're like, I get it. Like just go to a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's paparazzi, whatever, or like maybe it's your secret girlfriend. I don't know. (laughs) To be determined, you know? And so that actually is like the tough part about like these house dates, especially with people like you, you are kind of being like, oh, I get it. Like you're, you're famous. I get it. But then, but then they come out with a girlfriend. You're like, oh, now I really get it. Now I really get those uh, those house dates. I understand why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so. a rough one, too, because you're just like, <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to be, if you're aware of paparazzi and you're concerned about that. Yeah. Um, or if I'm being kept a secret. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I would say red. It's a, it's like, it's discoverable. He's never had a girlfriend. Oh, I know. Done. Gone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You mean like just been dates and hookups and flings and whatever? Mm-hmm. Never I don't have a time. girlfriend. I don't have time to train anymore. Like, I think in my early 20s, I'd be like, this is fine. But like in my 30s, hell no. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I don't even know how we're talking right now. You want the experience. I need, I need a, a mature, experienced man. Yeah. Mm. I think if I was single, I would specifically go for someone who is a dad or mm, I do love dad. Was a dad. What's up? 
<laughs> or like someone who you know maybe even was divorced or something truly because I'm like okay like, I do have a soft spot for like divorcees two, and daddies okay, yeah ready, ready? Mm-hmm. two times oh sorry I was like what does this mean <laughs> two times you're the third two times divorced mm. that changes things yeah well okay some people get married like really young like 18 okay to me that one doesn't count okay and then they get married in like the real adulthood yeah. right and then that's like the normal one okay I feel like depending when what age they were in the scenario and like religious <clears> upbringing <throat> and what all the sure, things sure. there's it's you know it's a it's that's not off the table. Got it. Okay. All right. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'd be a little in my head. I'd be a little like, oh, right. two, but it just depends on why. Okay. Yeah. It just depends on why. What if one's dead? That's true. If, some, if someone's a widow. I wouldn't look at that as a, as a divorce. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went yeah. dark. I'm sorry. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they wear Crocs. I love that you brought this up. That's a great up. question. I love that you brought this up because there's a man I'm talking to right now who rocks the Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> and here's yes. the thing. I hate it, uh-huh. but I like him enough that uh, yeah. I guess it's it's fine. It's fine. You're willing no to problem. deal with the Crocs. <laughs> no problem, stinky foot. <laughs> but he loves... <laughs> I... <laughs> they, do, they, they do smell. I mean, it's just plastic yeah. and flesh. I, where yeah. does your sweat go? I love someone. When I see someone you in a pair it? of Crocs, I love it because I'm like, it's a choice that you made. And it's I kind of like that where choice. you're like, you're just like, you're choosing your own style. And I like <laughs> someone who is like decided about how they are, what their fashion is. So I'm like, even if it's not for me, I appreciate the choice. But dating? Yeah, I date someone who wears Crocs. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. not too judgmental on the no. like ex- exterior, but I am judging on the Crocs. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, it's a lifestyle. Ugh. Once you transfer into Crocs, it's definitely a move. Are you a Crocs guy? I'm not. Oh. I'm, no, no, I'm, Are I'm you not. a Crocs guy? I've never put them on. <laughs> it's maybe it's fear of becoming a Crocs guy. Maybe yeah. if you put them That's on, that's a good fear to have. You know what? Embrace that. It's true. Maybe once you put the, them on, then you're like, there's no going. It's back. like sweats. You know what I mean? Like you like it's like this, it's like sweats yeah. people or like sweat shorts. I put the sweat shorts on for COVID, and, and he never, never took, took them off. off. Yeah. So it's like it's a dangerous thing. Yeah. Okay claps when the plane lands ew <laughs> is that a thing <laughs> wait do you do, you do that? that oh i fully clap wait you clap every time you clap i clap are you sober <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. good job captain <laughs> maybe you're like drunk on mimosas you're like yeah baby you know i saw this whole thing on like it was That's it was it was on instagram or something where there's all these memes about like people who clap when the plane lands are the worst people on the planet and i was like i've been that person my whole life whenever the plane lands i always clap i i also clap when the movie's done like in a movie theater <laughs> i w- if you're watching on youtube my face <laughs> is i don't even know what to say here's what i would look at that as i would look at that as I wish my heart was as pure as that person. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Like if I, if someone's clapping because they landed, I would be like, wow, that person just looks at the world like through love. Yeah. I'm just that's more actually, like, <laughs> that's true. Now I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, me too. I mean, I bet the flight attendants and the crew appreciate it. That's what I'm saying. You know, but I, I've never thought of it though. It's just more like, I think maybe it's my adrenaline because I think I do it on roller coasters too. And like the roller coasters done. I'm like, yes. I I have, no, I, that is. no, I have so clapped like on a roller adrenaline. coaster. I'll be like, this one's great. You know, like yeah. the feedback. I think it's my adrenaline. Are you the only one clapping or do you notice others? Um, sometimes, uh, well, I start clapping and then typically a few people will join me. Oh, you're a trendsetter. You know, it's a little bit like if, if one, guys, (laughs) listen, I swear to God, 
if you are in a room and there is no one clapping and you clap long enough, typically someone will eventually start clapping because they feel bad. <laughs> so clapping like, is, is kind of like, like that, this though, bitch is like... lonely. <laughs> like someone join in. I'm just like, thank you so much. <laughs> clapping oh is that thing, though. It kind of, you, uh, oh, should, oh, you know, you kind of like think you should be a part of it. Can I make a quick caveat to this? Yeah. Someone who get uh, this is for you. Someone who you land. Okay. And they get up immediately and they wait. I hate that. Now that's a big one for that. me. Okay. Especially as someone who like gets the window seat, the person who stands up next to me, like your ass is in my face. You have nowhere to go. Ugh. What are you doing? Like, you know, they rush into the aisle and yeah. they're kind of sitting there and they're waiting for 25 minutes. Yeah. That's the biggest, Ooh, that's I the hate, world's biggest mystery to me. I hate that. I don't like okay. that either. Okay, so clapping with the plane lamps. I support you in all of your endeavors. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Oh, hates reality TV. Oh, that one I respect. I okay. get it, but then I'm like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> like, are you judging? Like, I'm gonna feel a little insecure a now. Little, yeah, because like, sure. what what makes you hate it? Is it the people? Because like, everyone who's on reality TV loves like uh, having a big personality. Mm. Of course, you know? yeah. And so I'm like, what is it you don't like about it? You know? Yeah. So, um, I get it. I kind of also now kind of hate it too, mm-hmm. but. It also is a big part of my journey. Right. Um, so I'm like, uh, how do you feel about me then? Yeah. Red flag. A conversation. A conversation. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, you kind of answered this one. I said, it is also a comedian. Uh, okay. Here's the, here's the advice I got from a, a female comic who's like yes. in the industry and very experienced. She said, um, don't fuck them now. Fuck them later. Meaning like get that power, get that experience, get that reputation as a as a comic first yes then do what you want so for now i cannot they are off limits thank you but no thank you you're funny you're hot you're tempting but no thank you yeah now let me get my netflix special and establish myself (laughs) and then then i'm a dominant woman in and then the it's another scene (laughs) it's another conversation love that oh this one is from ember Oh, I love Ember so much. She, yeah, she loves you. Katie has never met Ember yet. And then Katie, but Katie brings treats every time. Yeah. I mean, what an angel. And I always so ask Ember permission knows, though. I know she always, to a parent, it, may, it has a parent that makes me like, so I so appreciate so that. I'm sweet. like, thank you so much. But now Ember is like, her brain is trained. It's like, <laughs> Katie's coming. That means there's treats. There's <laughs> uh, Ember's question for deal breaker, red flag or no worries is, they make you cookies and use raisins instead of chocolate chips. <laughs> Bless her heart. She knows a red flag. <laughs> she knows. How she did knows those even already? get there? And I was, and she, you know, I, I looked at her and she was like, what do you want? She's like, like chocolate chips, of course. Like, what are you even talking about? Who yeah. wants raisins in there? Yeah, I respect her. So do I. Red flag. I th- Maybe deal breaker. Deal breaker. <laughs> Honestly, you're deal out. breaker. Done. <laughs> they're like, I made your cookies. And they're like, it's raisins. Who, literally, when was the last time you even bought a raisin? Like, that's just a weird ingredient. That's yeah, I'm bizarre. not a fan of a raisin. And then you're going out of your way to make a cookie. And you, out of all the combos you can make, that's the choice. Honestly, the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, it's actually a deal breaker. It's actually a deal breaker. Does not like your favorite music genre at all. That is okay because I like emo music. I would say that's my favorite and not everybody does. And I know that, you know, so if they like country, that'd be like a second choice for me. You know, they like pop third choice rap. We have nothing in common at that point, but no, it's okay. It's, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Yeah. Mm. 
uh, is best friends with his ex-girlfriend. Oh, nope. Nope, no. You won't I'm do triggered. It. I'm ready to fight someone right now. I'm ready <laughs> we to hit a nerve. Oh, that's a nerve. And there, <laughs> sir, is it? sir, if you're listening, because I know you fucking are. <laughs> is it wow. really? Oh, okay. Look, yeah, there's just no point. There's, a, In my opinion, there's really no point unless you always feel on edge. Too. Unless you have a child together, there's just no point to continue that connection. You guys had a connection, it's over. There's just really no point to keep that friendship in your in your life. And if you mm. have it still, I just really feel like there's unresolved emotions that you need to process. And I feel like I'm really like speaking from like true experience sure, right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like then you're just not ready probably for a relationship, in my opinion. Mm. Now, my thought is this. Best friend to me would be rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but friend remaining friends to a certain degree to me sometimes can be a green flag because i'm like oh you can end relationships in a healthy way i mean yeah like where you're like okay it's not this toxic blowout it's like oh you you, you're friendly still yeah i think like being friendly or acquaintances like when i applied for the show they reached out to your exes and i was so confident regardless of like the friendship not being there Mm -hmm. we ended on good terms there was not gonna be any dirt i was fine with that i was like here's all their numbers here's their address here's their name whatever i just do feel a little uneasy about like the level of of the friendship you know i guess it all sure. depends like are you guys best friends are you talking every day or are you just like at the holiday party because you have mutual acquaintances you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right last oh, one it triggered me <laughs> she's sweating i am just like hot right now it's oh, in here. <laughs> too soon too soon <laughs> last one never showers only bathes that is so random Whoa. but every day He's just like, I, so I'm going to be right back. I'm going to take a bath. I mean, every day. I think that's okay. No I problem. respect a, a clean gentleman, regardless how you attain that. Okay. Okay. A few of these were about me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Anytime she goes, wow, what is this question? It's probably about Jess <laughs> or me. Claps on a plane, <laughs> bathes every day. I'm like, you know, I, uh, I'm a shower. I'm not a shower person. I, I take a bath and I take a bath like three times when a day. When was the last time you took a shower? Three times a day? I take a bath like it typically when she's twice cold, a day. When she's cold, instead of putting on a sweater, she takes a bath. I love a bath, but yeah. they are like, it's like a luxurious experience for yeah. me. A daily one feels exhausting. It warms up my bones. Okay, grandma. <laughs> Want to move to Arizona next? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> my my daughter now knows whenever, I, whenever I'm cold, I just go, I go, I'm taking a bath because my bones is cold. And so then when Ember sees me running a bath, she goes, is your bones cold? I'm like, yeah, they're Wait, cold. How long are your, your baths? Um, you know, I, I not long. Not, I will say you're a, you're like a shower length bath person. Yeah, and I mean, but I, and I also don't make them very deep because I don't want to waste the water. But I like cook it like boiling hot and dip in it, like scald myself for a few minutes, and then wait, I wait. Is it out. just water or is there like bubble bath? No, oil? just water, Ew. burning hot. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I love a bath, uh, but I don't want like, sitting in your own filth. <laughs> yeah, so like the only way I can like mentally get over the fact that I'm sitting literally in my dirty water is like having like a Soaps. blue bath bomb that changes the color, sure. soap that like changes the, the layer. Like I yeah. see, I see nothing. I know nothing. And even after I rinse off in the shower to get all that off. So yeah. you're sitting in like human soup oh, so water. You'll, 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 take, you'll take a bath, then take a shower afterwards. Uh, just a rinse, a rinse. Because uh, I have the soap on sure, me. Sure. Yeah, you rinse it off. No, I, I'm like, I, I, I credit myself enough where I'm like, you take enough baths a day that there's not typically any filth going on. 
fair. You just said three times a day, which is yeah. insane. It's a lot. It's kind of my vice is the wow. is the burning scalding hot but, bath. But you know the sex is clean, so No, she's oh, all she's the cleanest person <laughs> ever. She's all she's so clean. Did you tell him what we talked about the other day with the, the booty hole? No, tell him. Okay. I bring up her being Let's clean. Let's hear about the booty hole. Yeah. So I found out from a guy friend that during doggy style, a guy or whoever, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing, um, can smell your ass. If it's like, not everybody, but there's like booty body odor. I mean, yeah, if you got a stinky ass, I'm right next to it. But I never thought about I it. Think thought, about it. I mean, it's like if I'm, if I'm, you know, what's crazy is if you make out with someone, if you have bad breath, they can taste okay, it or smell but, it. It's going to be like that. You literally, your ass is like two feet from my face. Two feet. That's a lot of stench to work its way up yeah, to your is. nostrils, though. That's it's a powerful stench. That's what so I think about it. You, you, don't have to, you don't have to have a lot for it to accept, to be accessible. Katie told me this and I was like, I have never in my entire life thought about this. And I was very happy to learn about it because I'm like, now I can be aware Literally. of giving myself a nice little scrub you're, down. You're the cleanest person in the world. Yeah. So like never been a problem. But definitely is a, like definitely if, if you're not aware of that or like clean, like it's can be a problem for sure. Two feet. Like that's that's aggressive. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I was just shocked to learn that. Like I get if you're like eating ass. Like yeah, your nose. Sure, you're is right in up it. in there. Sixty nine. Your nose is in it. Yeah. Doggy style. Never thought about that. I thought that was a safe zone. Yeah. You always got to think about this. I mean, if we're going here, let's go here. When you are having sex, what's happening is this. What do, what what does <gasps> that? It wafts. That's that, think about it. I just think about it now. Face right now. I'm just thinking about what? it now. I'm just thinking about it now. If you're going like this, right? You're creating air impact. Like a plunger. That, no, no, just like it's creating like, if I go like this, if you were right here, if I went like this, you'd probably feel like a, yeah, the like wind. A wind. Oh. So wind is shooting straight up. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> New insecurity. No. no I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Uh, I mean, she has three baths a day. She's no, fine. she's like I've no. But she's, like after a concert, I might be like taking a baby wipe. That, and just, that's like, the thing. That was why worst I, case scenario solved. That's, that, up. that's why I appreciated learning this because I was like, you know what? Like, if you don't care, then who cares? Right. You, then you're doing your thing. But if it's something that you're like, you know, aware of, and you and I wasn't aware of before, I'm like, okay, well now normally I'd think if I was feeling a little sticky post a concert, I'd think doggy style is an option and and rip a, rip a wipe yeah rip Call a wipe a yeah i love it well thank you for doing <laughs> that's an epic way to end this <laughs> well thank you for doing the deal deal breaker red flag or no worries okay before we end i do need to ask you this yes i want to hear just i want to hear about the comedy mm. because this is the world you're diving into i'm yeah. so excited for you yes. you're crushing it your first show ever was in front of thousands of people opening up for Whitney Cummings, which is still the wildest thing I've ever heard. It's so backwards. Oh my God, Just so nerve wracking. Yeah. I literally can't imagine. How is it going right now? I I love it. I, uh, I'm i really taking it seriously in 2023. I have a show coming up on the 5th in Tacoma, Washington. Actually, I don't know if I told you this, but on February 15th, Dave Neal and I are doing a show together. I literally wow. just heard from Dave Neal and yeah. I put it in my calendar right away. Now, yeah. everybody listening, Dave Neal and Katie Thurston, are you kidding me? That's a show you got to go to. I, I think Come it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. So, yeah, just really forcing myself to like get out there, put in the effort. I'm doing the open mics. I'm doing the small shows that I'm not totally uh, communicating because that's like my practice time, you know? Right. 
Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just stoked to see where it goes. And these are like these are paid shows. Like my my dream is to just make a living making people laugh, and that's wow. what I'm pursuing this year. So cool, so amazing. And I heard yeah. you you were barking too. Oh my god, yeah. So like I'm learning all the things that like the comics have to do, and and so you know in a, in a normal setting you have to kind of like earn your stage time, you know. And the way you do that is by basically free labor. You if you do what's called barking, and you take the flyers out on the streets like an hour before the show, and you're like come in and it's free come in it's free you know and you're just, and we're like those i did that we were those people like that you see that you kind of like cross the street you're like oh let's avoid them <laughs> you know and so i'm giving like little like miniature uh comedy shows on the streets i'm like hey what's up san diego what are you guys doing tonight you know and i'm um, just trying to get people to come in and yeah so like even though i have this platform it's gonna be so weird to be walking by and be like is that it did happen like oh someone recognized you okay yeah i'm like there's no way someone did it no they definitely like people recognize me like it's so fun to watch them do this double take because here's this girl like this like oversized hoodie and like these flyers and then you just see them like processing it and they're like they something's off yeah yeah and then and then they end up coming that's amazing yeah, so putting in the work, you know, I'm no shortcuts here. I know I have an advantage, but like I also know I have very little experience, and so I'm just trying to like build that uh, that reputation within the the community here in San Diego and in LA, and yeah, it's so amazing. I'm so happy really for cool. you. Thank you. Is there a, a someone who would be the dream to tour with? Oh my god, Ugh. I actually really love Taylor Tomlinson. Like. She's- amazing i just feel like there's just something there like it would just be such a like a female empowered show i know you guys have had her on before amazing um i mean she's awesome but like literally the sky's the limit who who knows who knows seriously Mm. 2023 is gonna be it i really feel good about it i really somehow being 32 in the year 23 just feels like the symbolic thing i don't know if you're into numbers dm me what that means but there's something there there's something there and i feel freaking good about it it feels mm. good yeah katie thank you so much for coming on that was awesome i love you oh, so, so much that was amazing. <laughs> love you and okay so the your comedy show is coming up yeah. you're posting about those on instagram yeah, find it uh, i'm at the katie thurston uh go to my link in bio to see the next shows coming up there's the links there amazing and then your youtube youtube i do a weekly live stream every thursday thirsty thursday let's go uh, yeah um just like really i'm just trying everything you know i'm really just like when you have all this like free time, you just want to do everything. And so at 2023, I'm trying to like hone in on like what it is I'm freaking doing in my life because life is crazy sometimes. Yeah. Well, we well, love you. Thank you so much. That was amazing. <laughs> well, wow. wow. What what a great time mm. with our friend Katie. That was so much fun. Thank you so awesome. much, Katie, for coming on. Oh. It's just like having a friend on. It was amazing. You know what I mean? It was amazing. She was electric. I, I, I had a blast. Me too. Yeah. It was a good time. I'm feeling like, I don't I'm know. I'm ready to start dating. Okay, let's do you know it. I mean? <laughs> you want to go on a date tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and you. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Let, oh, uh, oh, oh, my bad. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> what yes. about we go out on a date tonight? Okay. And while we're on a date, I will use some of the flirting tips that I've learned from Katie on you okay. across the room. See if it Maybe provides we could a... have kind of like... um. Uh, a role play situation. Ooh, like we can go to we can go to a bar. I'll meet you there okay. and have a whole across room. Like, oh my gosh! Like, yeah, like what is do the whole? Who are you? People I, do that. I'm seeing you. Yeah, for I've sure. I've heard people do that. Yeah, like, that's kind of like It'd be a, kind of fun to try. It's kind of a role play thing. Why not? <laughs> See, do like, you think like, that we'd be able? Do you to... think you wouldn't crack? I think I could. 
I think I could not crack, but I think you'd have a smirk on your face the whole time yeah. and it would get me to start laughing. Okay. So I feel like I would start doing it really seriously. I'd yeah. really try to bring my, you know, Academy Award winning energy to it. Yeah. And because it would be so over the top that you would probably You'd be faint to fall over. We love a nice role play in the bedroom sure, sometimes, but I don't sure. think we've ever done it like, you know, out and about. Yeah, it's never been like a story arc where no. it's like you start at the bar and then you work your way all the way should home. we role play should we start role playing right now for the next like year whoa <laughs> Do a full year role oh play? my god you mean like right in the podcast or you mean like just like, I mean like irl in real life every yeah. day just just kind of the secret like we'll play characters all the time i wonder if there are people out there who have tried role playing for like a whole year they're like we're going to yeah act like Whoa. we're getting a divorce and like oh feel, and i gotta get you back yeah maybe? and i gotta win you back oh no no are we still ourselves or are we like wholly totally new characters i think we'll think about it okay over to i have a clean house what about that oh, like, <laughs> that the room doesn't exist that's my that's the fantasy there you go just the room there's the there's room. no sexual chemistry <laughs> there's nothing it's just that the, the room, room doesn't <laughs> exist <laughs> insane okay well we have to have our, I mean, maybe our new favorite segment. I'm loving this after the first episode yeah. so far. Um, a segment of Call Home, oh. where we get voicemail questions from our family, um, questions about all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And if you want to send in a voicemail question and potentially get featured on the show, click the link in the episode notes. Yeah. It is there. It is also um, on the screen. Ooh, when it pops up magic so on it's the YouTube. at some point popping up subscribe uh cool should we dive into a Let's question get into this yes. first one here we go hi mom and dad i love the first episode i cannot wait to listen to the rest um my question is based around like initiating sex or initiating intimate times i'm in my first relationship and usually i just kind of like go with the flow and let him lead and then we can decide you know what how the vibes are and go from there but I feel like I want to take charge sometimes too and, you know, spice things up and yeah. I want to be someone who can be confident enough to initiate and not worry about rejection because that's my biggest holdup. Mm. So I was just wondering if you guys have any advice or like, I don't know, tips and tricks on how to feel more confident with initiating, you know, those sexy times or those intimate times. Um, yeah. So thank you so much. I love the podcast and I can't wait to follow you guys along on this journey. Thank you. Oh. All right. <laughs> I don't know, like who's gonna initiate <laughs> who's gonna initiate this conversation who's initiate this conversation i mean again it's it's one of those things where we're all a little different you got to read your partner in regards to like or not read but you know over time you got to know kind of what they like and what they don't like or what yeah, feels what whatever. comfortable with mm -hmm. i think it's all about uh like me and me and jess kind of have different vibes on this a little bit where like i think jess is a lot more okay with talking about it and then being like you know let's be oh how's this time work or let's you know what i mean let's yeah. let's be a little more structured about I'm it i'm down to schedule she's a down bit to schedule more, more and <laughs> i am i it took me i'll be honest with you it was yeah. kind of like a a challenge for me to get over the like sex has to be always spontaneous mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think when like movie gets caught up in the moment <laughs> like it's caught up i the like movie time. organic sex you yeah know what I mean? yeah um but i think the, the more you your your relationship matures, the more that you realize that nothing, not everything has to just be organic, right? It's like you schedule dinners, 
Yeah. You schedule or you, or you, you, you know, you, you talk about when you should do everything else in your life. Why, why can't sex be similar? Of course. Um, so that's kind of the angle on me and you. Mm-hmm. And then there's, how do I get the confidence to do it? I wouldn't even go there. Like I wouldn't even think about confidence or if I should or shouldn't. I think it's just one of those things you just start doing. And as you start approaching it in different ways, you'll see what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. There's no perfect way to do this. But you just start talking about it, flirting, you know, kind of creating hints. Okay, that didn't really work. Or, oh, that did. Or, you know, I think it's just, it's a feeling out process. Mm-hmm. There, I don't, what do you think? I mean, I think I, I totally resonate with this, yeah. first of oh, all. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, like, obviously, the longer that we've been together, then the more comfortable I get. But yeah. especially towards the beginning, and I know that you were saying that, you know, this is the first relationship. Um, But definitely towards the beginning, I was very, like, shy, and I was nervous about rejection 100%. Mm. You know, oh, my goodness, what if I put myself out there and... And, you know, you were to shut shut it down or you're not in the mood or whatever. Mm. I think it's a combination of a few things. It's first of all, um, you know, and I think this does come with practice, is knowing that, you know, there might be a chance that when you do initiate, your partner isn't in the mood yeah. or is preoccupied with something else or just isn't feeling that. And it's important not to take that personally because we all know that that's how we all feel sometimes. Sometimes. Um, you know, Evan approaches me and is wanting to have sex and I am not in that place. I'm not in the mood or I'm thinking about something else. And just because I'm not wanting to at that moment has nothing to do with not being attracted to you right. or loving you or all of that. So it's, I think that's, first of all, something important to keep in mind if your partner isn't in the mood at the moment um, when you do initiate yeah. is that, you know, you have those feelings, too. And it's and just trying your best not to take it personally. I know that's, that's easier huge. said than done. That's huge. But I think it's it's a it's a way that helps me is to always then put myself in my partner's shoes, knowing like, oh my goodness, when you come to me and you are trying to initiate and I'm not in the mood, it's not because I'm not attracted to right. you. I don't love you. Right. It's just because I'm not in the mood because sure. that's just part of life. Right. Um but then with the actual initiation yeah. um and the initiating of sex Um, For myself, personally, I can just speak to what worked for me. And that was really starting. I started slow. I started Mm. slow with just the flirtations. I wouldn't sometimes be uh, direct about it. I would just kind of put it out there. That was what made me feel comfortable at first is just kind of like, you know, we'd be home eating dinner and I'd kind of stare into your eyes longer, Mm. like grab your wrist and, you know, just kind of have those moments or like kind of say something flirtatious or sexy and and just kind of put that hint out there or you know i would start walking around the house and something that i felt sexy something Mm. kind of skimpy and just being like oh hi you looking at me like kind of being flirtatious and that helped me feel more confident in myself and my body and in that empowered moment of being like oh i'm kind of you know having Mm. this moment. Um, And then once that developed and I got more confident in that way, then I felt more confident to be a little more direct. And I would, you know, send a text message to you like, hey, you know, when you get home tonight, like I would love to such and such with you, (laughs) you know, et cetera, et cetera. Or, you know, or when we're sitting together, be like, 
hey, are you down too? Because I'm feeling a certain yeah, way. Right. Um, so I think it's just, it's it's practice. And at least for myself, it helped me to like dip my toe in the water mm. and be flirty and, and um, try to do my best to feel good in my own body. Also sometimes too, what that can look like um, is having a moment alone with yourself. Sometimes that would help me feel a little more uh, okay. in my body and confident to yeah. have the right words to say to you that made me feel comfortable. And yeah, those are just a few tips that I love me. that. One last thing on that. I think also doing things that are kind of fun and then can be kind of sexy, like you go into a concert or like things that are like energy's up and you're kind of having fun, but you don't feel the pressure to kind of like, I'm going to initiate sex right now. Right. So then when you come home from that, you're kind of, yeah. ramped up a little bit you've been laughing and maybe you were flirting at the concert or flirting at dinner or flirting at the bar or whatever you were having mm -hmm. fun and you the energy was kind of up so when you come home you know you're kind of buzzing off of the energy a little bit and then you're kind of talking and then you you know it, things can develop a little i like that i, I like that i think that's i like that you know, no. as opposed to if you're home all day and then you out of nowhere and then you're like okay well, here we go a little bit <laughs> like this isn't nervy. a sexy vibe right now so right. Then i gotta kind of ramp up a sexy sure, vibe you sure. know what i mean get out and moving Get the blood working. Yeah. I feel like it can kind of. I like that idea. You know, anyway. I like that idea. Good well, luck. hope that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sending you love. Amazing. Okay. Should we do one more? Yeah. Okay. Mom, dad, I need your help. <laughs> wow, that was really weird to say. My parents have been forced for so long. I don't think I've ever said those words together. Anyway. Oh, I love you. I, my name is Kara. I'm 26 years old and I am dealing with a classic situationship question. So I met this guy on Hinge. Um, we talked for like four months straight and had a really great connection. I really was super into him and he was upfront about him not necessarily wanting a relationship at that current point in his life, but I blatantly ignored him. So it went on for probably a little bit too long and eventually I did give him the slight ultimatum of either date me or we can't talk anymore. Um, it was very difficult. He really wanted to remain friends and I told him no. And it's been a little over a year since we've ended it. And here's where my question comes in. He works at a very popular clothing store as a manager. I frequent the store. I have seen him like as he was at work multiple times and we always catch up like old friends. And eventually I felt like I was over him. But now I don't feel like I'm over him. And I feel as though I want to reach back out because maybe it was just a timing thing. You know, it's been a long time. So do I just continue to just stalk him at work <laughs> in hopes that he likes me again? Do I text him or do I just say, no, if he didn't want me, then he's never going to want me. What do you think? Mm. Oh, Carrie, you're, you're fun. Yeah, I can tell the energy's great. <laughs> the energy's it. great. I love it. Um, okay, I'm going to give my thoughts right yeah, off the go. top here. So here's the deal. Like you said, it started out as a situationship. He said that he was not ready for a relationship. He wasn't at the point in his life. Obviously, you know, you started to have the feels and then you told him that you wanted something. And because he wasn't at that point, it didn't work out. So my initial thought would be, if you were to reach out to him again, you have to know that that's the place that he was in and probably still is 
is or there's a high chance that he's still currently in that. Now, there's a chance that all of a sudden, you know, you there's been a little bit of time and he's bumping into you and seeing you and and the feelings are coming up. And maybe there's a time in his life when then he's ready to be in the relationship or whatnot. But what I think the expectation should be from you or the assumption should be unless he says otherwise, if you do reach back out that it might be just the same song and dance as it was before. And that might just end up hurting more because then you already are going through the hurt and, and, and just being bummed out that it didn't work out and missing him. And then if you start that up again and it's the same result as last time, you know, it just might be more heartbreak Mm. and, and, taking up time where you could be out meeting new people. You know what I mean? That's my initial thought. Yeah, I agree. I think if you're going to reach back out, Mm -hmm. reach back out in a very casual way, Mm -hmm. chill, a joke that you talked about one time or that it was crazy. It was fun seeing you again. Remember that one time we blah, 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 right? So super casual friend and then catch his energy. Right. And if he comes back strong, then, you know, maybe there's something, but expect nothing. Yeah. And then you won't be disappointed if there isn't. Right. Like expect if there's nothing going to happen, expect that you're just reaching out to like, who cares? You know, who knows? Who cares? It's almost like almost like you're on a dating app and you just throw a message out. You're not like, well, it's going to happen. You just throw it out, let it roll and on to the next. And if he and if if something happens, something happens. But don't go in trying because it's just. Yeah. If you if you do reach back out, make sure you are fully protecting yourself. Um, because you don't want to be getting that hurt again. So I would definitely check in with yourself to see where you're at emotionally. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh man, if if we start flirting again, I know I'm going to catch these feels because I'm still processing yeah. my heartbreak with him. And if we start talking again and it doesn't work out, I'm going to be devastated. Then I would be like, yeah. maybe hold off on the reaching out. You know, if you guys bump into each other and you have your moment, then you have your moments. Yeah. But, you know, again, you never know. You never know no, what were to happen. happen. So, it, you know, it, there's a chance that all of a sudden down the road, he's ready and yeah. um, the relationship ends up for or the, the situation ship ends up forming into a relationship. But first and foremost, I would say. If you're going to reach out, make sure you are in a place where you feel protected. Okay. If you're going to reach out, mm. be going on other dates. 100%. Be having yeah. other options mm-hmm. so that, you know, you're you're still meeting other people and you're still, yeah, you're having those moments out and about and uh, going on other dates. I think that might be a good, a good thing to do if you are going to reach out. Uh, yeah. And I kind of generally, I don't know if this is like, I generally kind of feel like the person that says, no, I'm not interested, not, no, I'm not interested in a relationship is the person that has to initiate. Are you interested? Mm. Right. Or else this, you're coming back going, how about now? You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. then it just creates a dynamic that if they are ready, it still can create a dynamic. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't push to it. I would just reach out if you want to reach out and say what's up. And if something sparks cool, we want the best for you and for you to be the most happiest and find the best relationship. So just make sure that you are protecting yourself and know that you are so valuable. And honestly, you know, hit up some other dates. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But good luck on that. Sending you so much love and thank you so much. If you need me to talk to him, I'll talk to him. All right. Your dad will talk to him. (laughs) 
Listen, Send buddy. Dad in. Listen. <laughs> Send Dad in. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for sending in questions. Oh. I cannot wait for next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. This that is, was fun. This is that so fun. fun. I love talking to you. It's the best thing ever. Katie was amazing. The questions you guys send in makes us feel warm Mm -hmm. and fuzzy. Um, This is a family. I love it. I love it too. All right. We'll see you all next week. Next week. Back home. And uh, we love you. Bye. Love you guys.